When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hi, folks. I'm Billy Amazing with more of my amazing made-for-TV offers brought exclusively to Bob and Tom Show listeners. Well, nothing says 4th of July like a majestic firework display. But don't you hate setting outside at a crowded fairgrounds? It's always hot. There are always mosquitoes. And you have to wait until after dark before the fireworks begin. Well, not anymore. Thanks to these amazing indoor fireworks. That's right. These Billy Amazing pyrotechnics are full-strength commercial skyrockets. Except they're designed to be fired off in your home. How is that possible? It's easy thanks to our patented InstaFuse technology. Just light it and forget it. Your indoor fireworks will launch and explode almost simultaneously. You'll barely have time to say ooh and ah. Just don't forget to turn off your ceiling fan. Instead of sitting on the hard ground with a bunch of strangers, wondering when things will get started. With my amazing indoor fireworks, you can enjoy a spectacular display from the comfort of your couch. You'll get all your favorites. Spiders, chrysanthemums, Bermuda Triangles, Zingers, Whooshers, Wham Bam Mammies, and Limbs Be Goners. And if you find most fireworks displays boring and predictable, you'll want to order the Billy Maisie Radical Randomizer Remote Fuse System. Just plug all the fuses of your fireworks into the box, hit the button, and sit back and enjoy as a computer chip automatically selects one of 75 pre-programmed sequences and gives you anywhere from a 30-second pyrotechnic assault to a three-and-a-half-hour show that you're never sure you've seen the end of. This has been the best 4th of July ever. First the indoor fireworks and now this romantic dinner. You know, it's getting kind of late. Maybe we should head back to my place. Yeah, sounds good to me. Order your indoor fireworks right away. Uh, yeah. Our operators are standing by. Just be sure to speak loudly. Our operators have lost most of their hearing. <laughs> Call today. I'm Billy Mason. Portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. Huh. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. There's 
is J.O., Jeff Hoske. That's right. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and Tom, we have a Bob and Tom comedy legend in the studio today. <laughs> That's nice of you to say that about that the great nice. comedian Nick Griffin. Yes. Good to be here. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, he's happy. happy. You're happy. Well, then this is going to be boring. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not happy. I just good, uh, good. thought that would be a good way to start. <laughs> I was going to say, we can kill you their, your spirit really oh, quickly yeah. around here. It's our specialty. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick Griffin is here with us. Um, um, Nick, it's always a pleasure to see you. you look oh, great. it's always great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm... Since I did not have a chance to speak with you prior to coming on the air, I'm a little hesitant to ask about anything uh, without make, being vague. Yeah. So, to say. so how are things? <laughs> uh, well, I just got out of a relationship. Oh, <laughs> This was the lawyer? Check the box, everyone. That was uh, the longest one ever, right? Yes, seven yeah. years. Wow. Oh, man. Nick. Yeah. How'd you get out of it? <laughs> Are you asking for a we friend? We broke up. I'm, so I'm going through a breakup, which is embarrassing. You know, going through a breakup. I'm 56. I'm going through a breakup. <laughs> hmm. I should be getting divorced, for God's sakes, or oh, yeah. uh, having a heart attack, or passing a stone. I'm supposed to be going through a breakup at 56. <laughs> hey, it's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Were you living in the same apartment? We did. Oh. Uh, now, was it her apartment, or are we getting It was personal? her apartment. Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, okay. So you had to move out? I did, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't have to, but I thought that'd be the nice thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't seeing each other anymore. So are you in a hostel? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Was there like one of those famous transition periods where suddenly you're in a hotel in your hometown? No, but was it was interesting is that the... <clears throat> we, <clears throat> pardon me. We lived right by the United Nations. Oh. Right uh, in... Uh, I, I lived at... Uh, yeah, right by the United Nations, and um, they were having this huge meeting that they have every year, so I couldn't move out for two weeks after we broke up, so we just sat there in this kind of sad silence, <laughs> oh, staring oh at each other Lord. and kind of um, but it's, uh, I think it's better now, because I'm by myself, and that's, you know, I'm going to start doing, I'm going to stop pursuing people I'm attracted to, that's been a big dead end. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. If you don't get uh, attached or wrapped up in them, uh, right. it makes leaving easier. Yeah, because yeah, when you're attracted to somebody, you end up eventually at some point kind of going through a period where you're annoyed by them. So I'm going to go out with people I'm annoyed by, hoping that it'll reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Nick Griffin is our guest. Um, Nick Griffin is an adult, uh, 56 years of age, 56, and yeah. um, married once. Right at one point, didn't wasn't there one? Of those? Oh yes. Yeah, I was married for three years. Yeah, we were uh, together for three years, which is not very good. That's, uh, yeah, three years. We were supposed to be together until one of us died, and I never even had a fever. <laughs> I see. I see. Now, the, um, did you have to initiate the uncoupling? Of this relationship, how'd that well, go? Well, it was it was it was going sour for a while, and I I did uh, I was the one that pointed it out. This is not going well, and uh, uh, she didn't take it well. Um, <laughs> my mom said, uh, "Are you guys still friends?" <laughs> 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 yes, we get together every weekend and giggle about how it all fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was the one who said, you know, we should probably stop this, which she and I feel bad about. Um, but I just, uh, it was, it was not going well. What can you do? I yeah. mean, and did you get a new apartment? I did. I, uh, 
I'm I live in New York City, and uh, I was lazy. And she said, "You got to get out of here. You you really got, you can tell that she really wanted me to get out of there." She kept, <laughs> she kept saying it, but um, <laughs> and I just went outside and I tried to find. I I'm I'm on move like three blocks away. I didn't even try very hard. I just need, but you did find something. I did. Yes, I found oh something. And it was did, you really have to get mo- did you have to get movers, or had you already gotten rid of all your furniture? I had to get movers. It was just awful. The whole thing is. I'm really not appreciating you make me walk walking me through this again. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Can you point? Was it you being sloppy? That uh... no, it wasn't sloppiness. It was. Um, she just. Uh, she was a lawyer. She was just doing so well. She was making so much more money than me, and. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, there's nothing. Of course, it's wonderful for her, but it just it made me feel bad. And uh, I wasn't working much. And she's like really smart. She's got a master's in business, a doctorate in engineering, and a law degree. Whoa! And uh, but I felt like we did balance each other out, you know, kind of. Uh, anyway, I uh, <laughs> we got into an argument once though, uh, and we were going back and forth, and uh, I finally said to her, "What do you think? You're better than me?" And then we laughed, and we. Good to see you, Nick. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get some sunshine. Hey, he any, was happy. You got any <laughs> upbeat news stories? Um, no, happy? Sunshine and roses over there, right? Uh, this is kind of an interesting story. Mountains of spaghetti and heaps of elbow noodles or elbow macaroni lined a creek in the woods in New Jersey's Old Bridge Township, and no one knows where it came from. Nina... Jokonowitz, a community leader and advocate, posted photos of what she estimated to be hundreds of pounds of pasta dumped near a park after, I think it's 500 pounds when it was all said and done. Whoa. Yeah, she said it was like the song on top of spaghetti all covered oh, with cheese. We all know that. Or cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yeah, she said you might say who cares about pasta, but pasta has a pH level that will impact the water stream. I dug deeper into the story. They don't know if the pasta was already cooked or not. They kind of think it was dry, and because of the moisture in the air, it softened up over the, the time right. that it was sitting there. But they had to bring in three crews, and it took wheelbarrows to get it out. And they estimated like 500 pounds of it. Do you have like a forklift with one of those forks that spins? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, what? How man, much? that was a funny invention, wasn't it? <laughs> push the button, the fork spins around, man. How much weird. damage is the pasta going to do, though? I mean, Well, she said it, if it went into the stream, it could be a problem. I don't Why? know. The pH level. Yeah. Something about the pH, pH level. Okay. Yeah, you don't want those fish on carbs? No. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. They'd be fat. Fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they get yeah. too fat, they'll sink. Uh, I, <laughs> use your brain. I hadn't seen the photograph. This is... Uh, yeah, it's pretty disgusting, huh? Where... Uh, this is going to have to be some kind of a stunt. Someone's going to have to come out and admit that they did this. This, I mean, the whole side of this river is covered in spaghetti. And this it, sounds like uh, maybe Light and Lame or somebody in a uh, uh, radio promotion. Sure. <laughs> We're going to dump 4,000 pounds of pasta <laughs> into the lake. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of, makes me kind of hungry. I, you want, want some spaghetti? Oh, I love spaghetti. I, I know you do. It's really hard to Box stay off of. Oh, yeah. mm. <laughs> you know, it turns to sugar. Yeah, it's so good. Pasta? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it turns I to know, sugar. It's so now, good. Nick, you're a uh, adult male, as we've established. <laughs> <laughs> Man of... Uh, 25 years, that's what they got. I am adult male. <laughs> and uh, very, very fit, very slender. Yeah, I'm slender, yeah. Do you stay away from the pasta? You know, I was uh, when I was with that 
uh, love Lawyer. of my life that's uh, gone. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> she's incredibly fit. So I, I stayed off sugar for months and months and months and uh, years, like probably two years, and then uh, went sour and I headed to McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's. <laughs> mm. So that's a positive spin to this. No. Yeah, so now you get to eat whatever you want again. I interviewed Nick one time, and you might not look at him and think this, but he has quite the sweet tooth. Oh, and, yeah, huge sweet tooth. And don't you love uh, Pops? or something well i went through i i'm i'm, I'm on pie now <laughs> oh. we got a we got a great pie lady what, fl- a what great flavor pie, pie? oh yeah yeah. Any, What's that? any flavor? Any flavor of pie? A certain fruit? Yeah, I don't love cherry, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm not a huge cherry person, but I like uh, I like a lovely fruit pie. Yeah, okay. Apple's right. the standard, what, what I get at the old uh, uh, diner where I go and uh, sit uh, by myself and... <laughs> With your cup of coffee. Drink my your... cup of coffee. And... Do you look at your phone or do you just stare straight ahead like... <laughs> People are, people are going, this guy's going to walk out to the Brooklyn Bridge and Is Travis Fickle at the next table in this scenario? Well, I am doing everything by myself. In my, uh, I told my sister, I go, no, I got to do everything by myself. I go to the movies by myself. I, you know, I eat by myself. I walk around by myself. She goes, well, that's okay. You're independent. And I said, yeah, but there's a fine line between independent and creepy. You know, no one, <laughs> no one looks true. at the guy in the park who's by himself watching the... Softball game and goes, Look at that independent gentleman. Hey, welcome to a Monday morning. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom studios, and welcome to a Monday morning Bob and Tom show. On the show this morning, Greg Warren, comedian Al Jackson, George Wallace, Donnie Baker, Floyd, and lots more. But coming up next on the show, rocker Peter Frampton. You'll hear that coming up right after this. This is the Bob and Tom show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Tom Show presents Great Moments in Independence Day History. <laughs> there were many heroes of the American Revolution. Historians often recount the brave tales of men like Nathan Hale, Ethan Allen, Paul Revere, and of course George Washington. Teachers quote the words of these brave men and school children become familiar with phrases like the British are coming and I regret that I have but one life to give for my country. But one of the bravest men in history was surely young private Daniel Burroughs 
who quietly snuck up on an encampment of British soldiers in rural Vermont. When the three dozen surprised redcoats turned and saw the lone patriot, they had to have admired his bravery as he stood and exclaimed, yeah, how you like me now, Biatch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best in your lobby asses. You on American soil now, dog? Yeah, Jack. Oh, uh-huh. who's the bitch now? Huh? Oh who's the bitch now? Although he did not fire a single shot, he certainly intimidated the British troops. And they proceeded opening fire and riddling him with nearly 50 musket balls. He most likely died instantly. But historians agree that the looks on those Brit faces must have been priceless. We at the Bob and Tom Show salute you, Private Burroughs. The craziest mother in the Vermont Volunteer 3rd Regiment. This has been Great Moments in Independence Day History. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show here on a Monday. This is Christopher speaking. The gang is off today and tomorrow. They'll be back on Wednesday. Here's a great segment from just a couple of weeks ago with rocker Peter Frampton here on the Bob and Tom Show. And we're uh, getting hooked up with a uh, very special guest. And he is, there he is on the big screen. Hey, Peter. Hi. It's Peter Frampton. And um, <laughs> lean your head down, Peter. Is that a uh, is that an official Peter Frampton cap? What does that say? Uh, no, it's it's actually Blackberry Farm. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Tom's been there. I've been there a couple times. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's killer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Frampton, are you, are you calling us from Tennessee? Yes, I am calling you from Nashville. All right, and and you're going back in the road. Tell us the uh, tell us the story. Well, um, as you know, um, we all got shut down uh, with uh, COVID, and we were supposed to go in 2020 after the finale tour here in the U.S. and Canada. We were supposed to go to Europe in, in May of 2020, and. Um, didn't happen, obviously, because we were all shut down. But um, we did manage to go there last November. They dangled the tour in front of me, and I said, "Well, let me let me check the old fingers." And uh, so, so far, there they go again. And, uh, so, so far, so good. So, um, and then we came back, and within a month, we did another uh, TV show with an invited audience here in in Nashville. For Sky Arts over in England, UK, and uh, I'm still, you know, there they come, you know. <laughs> so um, anyway, I decided that look, I'm not going to sit home this summer if I'm still playing guitar, you know, and enjoying it. That's the main thing. So I just decided to, uh, if we can make it a little easier the way we tour, so it's not, it's not like three months straight. It's two months. It's two weeks every month, basically. Uh, for three months, so uh, I think I'm going to be able to manage it. And you're referencing your fingers. You have mm-hmm. a, a medical issue that has been uh, sort of uh, creeping and crawling. And what's, yes. uh, how's that going? If you're feeling great, um, it's going fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> has it affected your playing at all? Um, <clears throat> it it. Uh, if I said no, um, that's a lie. Um, but um, supposedly. 
my band can't tell the difference, which worries me. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, they're just lying to the boss, you know. So, um, no, um, I'm still able to play pretty, pretty damn well. I'm, I'm very pleased. So I'm looking forward to um, getting, there's nothing like it for me to get out there. And even though I will be seated um, this time, we started that in, in the, on the European tour. Because, uh, you know, doing a solo, I get so excited, I just, like, wobble off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's down. He's down. <laughs> he's wobbled. <laughs> so, anyway, um, <clears throat> I just decided that let's get the old crew back. Well, I see, I told everybody I quit, you know, so the band and everybody. So, luckily, um, we've got the band back. Um and um, <clears throat> uh, some of the crew members couldn't come back, even though they wanted to, because you said you'd quit. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so they've gone off to do other things. But uh, we've got a great new crew. And I just think of this tour as the bonus tour. I never thought this would ever happen. So um, I'm so thrilled and and pleased that I'm going out there. And we're gonna we're going to dig up some deep cuts that we haven't played maybe for a long time or even ever um so we're rehearsing for quite a bit to kind of uh, do stuff just try stuff that i've i've never done before we're speaking with a great uh, peter frampton peter are you going to do any humble pie stuff oh i'm sure we will yes definitely okay great yeah when, when it comes to songwriting with the 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 different situation with your hands has this uh made you write in a different way are you sitting at a piano or with a bass or do you um <clears throat> no i write i i write with acoustic electric you know a piano and uh i have written with bass as well yeah um but no that that doesn't hasn't really changed um so you know my writing uh and and in fact um, th what I've been working on for the last couple of years is, and still working on it, is uh, a brand new, all my songs, you know, no co-writes, just uh, this is the way I used to write in 1970, you know. So, um, and it, it we have these three reissued vinyls that are coming out, uh, Wind of Change, um, Frampton's Camel, and the Frampton album are the first three. And uh, <clears throat> uh, they are being reissued um, very soon. And boy, do they sound good on vinyl! Oh my goodness, just anything sounds good on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. now, do you have a record? Uh, do you have a record player at your house? I do. Is that? Yeah, I had to. I had got rid of mine years ago, obviously, and then I've had one for the last, you know, six, seven, eight years now. And uh, I just love it. You know, um, get out these albums that I brought from England. You know, I have not only do I have the um, a week of release of the original mono Sergeant Pepper, but I have I I have the stereo one too, which was released uh, not not as uh, popular because the Beatles didn't really know and wanted be hand, uh, dealing with anything stereo, so they let somebody else do it, but virtually and. Um, <clears throat> But those things like that, you know, 
early, really early records that, um, you know, I could I could probably sell those for quite a bit, actually. I'm, yeah, you I'm probably could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. uh, Peter, uh, <laughs> actually, let me take a look at those. So I get, uh, Peter, Chick, Chick, right McGee, Chick McGee, and I, we always have to bring this up when we're talking to you. Uh, uh, you've obviously re- released... No, here's the thing I need to tell Peter. Last time I saw him, and it wasn't that long ago, like two years ago, you played, and I was hoping you would... My favorite song, everybody has a favorite song off Comes Alive, but mine is I'll Give You Money, and you've tore into that, and you did not disappoint point sir and <laughs> well, i want, thank you and i want to tell people when he says he has you know and he's he's off remember where he's starting from <laughs> yeah before he says, well i'm a little off that's why your band can't tell it's, you know from uh, from yeah, super duper you. amazing to super amazing uh, yeah i'll take that one yeah. duper missing one duper he's off a duper uh, yeah, yeah. I'm we, off a doofa. we always okay. ask peter about the because we're talking about vinyl records and then you have released some of your albums are available. Think about the number of formats. You've got uh, eight track, cassette, CD, <laughs> Add them all. Uh, whatever, quadraphonic. I did not have the quad comes alive. I remember I had, <laughs> at one point years ago, we were talking to Mr. Frampton, and he said, I had to release this one because I've got to send another kid to college. That's it, was, right. it, was, it was some enhanced stereo. Mm. But you, we all remember when you would listen on a eight track. Oh, yeah. To, to, to Frampton clunk. comes alive, yeah. it would clunk in the middle of the song. Yeah. Do you clunk like I do? Yeah. That would be the one it would do it in. Too. And it, it, uh, I graduated high school in 76, so this was. Oh right my! We do you feel like we do? I, we lost our minds, and my eight track had uh, broken right at the end of when they come back and do you feel like we do? And you're <laughs> so I had to edit that back together, and it was not very good. But then, of course, I I, I made a little money, and I got a couple other different formats. So yeah. we're okay now. Do you yeah. think? Do you think you'll do um, uh, the Ray Charles classic? I don't need no doctor. I think that's very high. That's high on the list. Yes, and that's one of my favorite stories in your book. I should point out that Peter Frampton has a wonderful, wonderful yes. autobiography, and the story Thank of you. of that particular song is just terrific. And how you guys were on stage, and Steve Marriott walked in the back of the hall, and the whole thing happened. Just a terrific, yeah. a terrific piece. I highly recommend the book, and, and it's also available as a book on tape. Peter had to be locked into a studio for weeks <laughs> to keep reading. <laughs> Ten hours a day for three months. <laughs> hey, Peter, uh, Josh here. I've always wondered, uh, I'm part of Generation X, and uh, so there was a, there must have been a resurgence for Frampton Comes Alive after the movie Reality Bites when Ben Stiller claims that that album changed his life, and he, he, there's a, a whole scene that kind of revolves around it. Were you aware that he was going to be doing that in the movie before it came out, or...? Um, I did know that, um, before it came out, I did know that, um, they were using Baby I Love You Way. First off, they were using it as, in the car scene, it's my version, mm-hmm. comes on the radio. Um, but then somebody else, I forget who it is, it, it, it sing, actually sings it as well. Um, <clears throat> and, um, but the, uh, producer of the soundtrack came to me, uh, before it came out and, and said, would you be interested in redoing Baby I Love You? It's already in in one scene, the way your version. Would you like to do another version, uh, reggae? And I said, no. No. Good answer. I said, I've done it. I've done it standing on my head. I've done it, you know. 
in the bathroom. I've done it. You name it. I've done it everywhere in every different way. I said, <clears throat> I'll I'll leave it as I'm done with baby. I love your wife. <laughs> and so so uh, so he said, well, that's good. I said, what? And no, he said, uh, well, OK, then, because I do have this band called Big Mountain that um, they want to they want to do a reggae version of it. I said, be my guest. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, that became a number one hit around the world. So I, I was sort of <clears throat> I was happy. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, once again, we're speaking with uh, yeah. the recording artist uh, uh, and performance artist, Mr. Peter Frampton, back on tour. Lots of great dates coming up this summer. Peter, there's a, a great story, uh, and I'm not going to ask you to waste your time telling it, about your guitar and the mm -hmm. famous guitar that appears on the cover of Frampton Comes Alive and the recovery of the guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, are you taking that out on tour still? Yes. Well, <clears throat> people say to me, ooh, you got it back after 32 years. Are you sure you're going to take, you're going to leave that at home? I said, um, <clears throat> it survived an air crash. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah right. I, I think, um, no, it's, it sounds so good. And it, it, it's like putting an old pair of gloves on and, uh, that fit. And, um, you know, and it's, um, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it, you know, I would miss it myself, you know, but I know that uh, the fans out there love to see it when I bring it out because uh, it's got such a great story. And, you know, it still looks pretty much the same on the that it did on the album cover. Me, on the other hand, you know, I'm a little different. <laughs> ah, you look better than ever. Don't you look great. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you taking, are you taking Bigsby on the road with you? Oh, Bigsby. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I'm not taking him on the road. He's almost, or hold on one sec. He's Don't go anywhere. now, isn't he? Still talking. I'm yeah. Still okay. This must be we big. Got, we got puppies at the same time. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. So we I, always. I, 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 I hope it's not a child. <laughs> yeah. No. I, <laughs> oh, oh, look there. at that. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Bigsby. That's great. Yes. The true vibrato. Yes. yes. That's uh, so anyway, um, I don't know what I'm wearing here. I'm, I've got so many hats. So, <laughs> like um, a race it's like car the driver. end of a NASCAR yeah. race. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, no, Bixby's going to come. Um, he's still training. I go see him, you know, uh, every every couple of weeks, 10 days, a uh, couple of weeks up at the farm where he's training. But he's going to be my service dog. And um, he's, um, yeah, I can't wait. He's going to move in uh, probably when I get back off this tour. Oh, That's great. when we get together. All right. Uh, Peter Frampton, once again, on the road again with the band. Uh, are you going to do, I hope, some of the instrumentals? Uh, the oh, I'm sure we will. Yes, yes. <clears throat> we have a mammoth list to go through. And um, so, yes, definitely. Uh, and, and then is, is your singing voice as great as ever? I don't know. I've tried. <laughs> yes, I'm only asking because it's of the constant. It's a little constant, late to get yes, this kind of the, feedback. The, the constant throat clearing. I'm only asking for a friend. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll try and I'll try and uh, yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're uh, you go into some detail in your in your book about the medical treatment that you've been receiving. Obviously, it's, it must be working pretty well. Well. <clears throat> There, thereby lies a tale. I mean, no, it's not. There's, there is no cure. Um, the only thing that you can do for for IBM at this particular moment, we are. Um, I have my my uh, fund at uh, 
Johns Hopkins is uh, we raised <clears throat> lots of money. Thank you, everybody, um, for trials, drug trials. And so we're looking at one coming up. Um, and I always uh, try those, obviously. So far, there's nothing there. But the, the best thing that I can do, and anyone with IBM <clears throat> is, uh, and this is the same for Parkinson's, is to exercise every day, uh, if you can. And so I work out six days a week. I take Sunday off. And um, and it really, it really helps. It's going to keep me upright. All right. Good. Yes. Uh, any uh, last what last question, uh, Peter? Any weird covers you're thinking of doing of uh, songs that aren't yours? No, um, no, um, <laughs> I, I can't really. Th I could do. I, why don't I do one of Weird Al's <laughs> weird covers, but do it my way? Yes. Yeah, take it back. Yes. Or you could do the, a cover of that big mountain hit from the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love the part where it goes, key change. <laughs> okay, I lied. I've got one more question. When okay. are, are you guys still doing sound checks uh, live, oh, yeah. or is it all being done with computers and... Oh no, no, no. Well, they can. They have. We 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 tape. Most bands, I think, have a little Pro Tools rig um, monitor or out front, and um, they 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 tape every night. So we've got every night is 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 uh, available to choose numbers for to release, obviously. But what they do is they use night before. <clears throat> And they'll play it back through the system to to set the system. So we don't have to go there for that anymore. But we do do sound checks probably for the first, I don't know, four or five shows. And then if everything's going well, we much prefer to not do a sound check. And just the first time we play, because our crew's so good, the first time we walk on stage is the first time we play in the, during that day, you know. Yeah. If you do a sound check, do you screw up your own lyrics? Oh, oh I, not just the sound check. <laughs> I think he, what there's, Tom there's is asking is, yeah. do you have any naughty lyrics for your song? Oh, no. Yeah. It's usually like, I More of the Bob and Tom show is coming up next on this Monday. Uh, Pornhole blocker in Utah, Josh's porn stuff, and... Tom ruined something again. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to more of the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher speaking, and uh, we're playing some of the best of the Bob and Tom Show here on a Monday, 4th of July long weekend. In this segment, a uh, pornhole blocker in Utah, plus Josh's porn stuff, and believe it or not, Tom ruins something. Christy Lee is at the Bob and Tom yep. News Desk. What have we missed? Uh, Pornhub and other adult websites have blocked access to users in Utah. Why? Just as the state's new age verification law takes effect. CNN reports those visiting Pornhub and other adult sites now see a message expressing opposition to State Bill 287, which creates liability for porn sites that make their content available to people below the age of 18. Meanwhile, Google Trends revealed that Utah's search for methods to bypass the blockage have skyrocketed. <laughs> Pornhub's block on Utah users has been dubbed the booby blockade. Hmm. So Utah's saying, hey, look, you're going to be liable if legally. That's what they're saying? Yep. Yeah. 
And that, that has gone into effect? Yep. And yeah. so Pornhead said, well, we're out? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. I, wow. I don't know how they're going to get around this. I mean, I... Legally, they're doing the porn doing the right thing. How do you, you know? How do you, how can you prove you're of age? Once upon a time, before gambling was pre- as prevalent as it was, I think a buddy of mine lived in Virginia, and he had to go to the like uh, Washington D.C. border or oh, that's still a thing, something like that. And he the phone knew where he was, and he could bet if he drove to this truck no, that's stop. That's still a thing. In and my then English. he drives home. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the question is, how would you prove your? How are they? Are they going to come up with some way to prove your age on the internet? Yeah, they they will. Well, I mean, now can you barcode your driver's license? Right? Didn't isn't that what you used to have to do to get verified? Wouldn't you like if you wanted to be? You verif- have to send your passport or your uh, driver's license in. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So people are already doing it just to get a blue check mark. Well, now they're also paying for it, but not uh, me. <laughs> thank goodness. Don't you feel bad for the? You know, kid kind of emerging, and you know, now he's got to go back to the Sears catalog. Or whatever, no, you know, the, where are you going to get a catalog? Yeah, yeah you had to do it like I had to do it. Uh, really? Yeah. If you like to, if you thought a girl was hot, you had to wait all year for the yearbook to come out, <laughs> and then you had to hope that the picture was good. Nothing worse than if she was sick on picture day. You're like, oh, all it is is a gray square that says photo not available. I can't beat off to this. Uh, apparently, I guess in prison. <laughs> in prison, if you're a really good artist. Oh, you're popular? Yeah, you can. That's a way to get keep protection because you hey. can provide, a, you know. You got any Katie Carrick? <laughs> I hope our listeners are wise enough to realize that Tom is giving you advice on being to prison. He has no idea. No idea. What he's well, doing. I bet he's no. no this, Dr. This, June Reinish. Dr. June Reinish, uh, told sex him that. expert, told probably us that. putting you on. I would well, think. I'm sure that happened in the 40s. <laughs> I can you, how do you access porn in prison now? Oh, I'm oh they have they have uh well I'm have, sure you can. You don't think inmates have cell phones? Or internet? That's gotta cut of down. Of course on they me. do. Of they don't. You don't have to be smart to have porn in print, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah. It's like, hey, what can we do to cut down on you know all what? the male let rape? Well, how about we let them masturbate every now and again? Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to get to prison. I'm going to have three squares a day, my own cot, my own phone. You, you will be a hero. You won't be there. You don't, they, don't, they don't issue you an uh, iPhone in prison. So... Well, they don't issue you one. Well, no, you have to make arrangements. you got to yeah, know. Yeah, no gotta know yeah they, they keister them in. Well, so? No, not anymore. That's... That's, that's horse and buggy days. They've got like laundry. Tell you what, I, if, if you're going to keister this in, I'm going to go for the iPhone Mini. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the whatever you've got, 14. Chick, the GoPro Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch uh, a show called Chick in Jail. Chick in Jail. Hey, McGee, your DoorDash is here. <laughs> Thanks, Leonard. <laughs> That's my you garden. enjoy that chicken sando, I guess. That's my guard. Hey, chicken guard case letter. of handkerchiefs to cry in just arrived. They still get magazines, I'm sure. They still make they porn don't, mags. They don't, they don't give you porn magazines in prison. Okay, uh, sure, surely they can be smuggled in. They are smuggled in. I, wow, I hope they're like a, the size of the old TV guide, not the. They don't have to be keistered. <laughs> You want everything to be keistered. The he wants a world of keistering. Yeah, yeah. The entire I love that show. Prison. <laughs> That's on Saturday afternoons. It's syndicated. The booty hole. It's an antiques show. The world of keistering. I know it's television, but I I just saw a, 
a show the other day, Blackbird. Anybody seen that? Mm, yeah. And he makes a living in prison by renting out porn mags out of his cell. Really? And that's based yeah. on just, true Is this story. in the United States? Yes. <laughs> it's one of those Mexican prisons that has a No, it's you know, here fountain. in the States. Easy. <laughs> Mopeds, whores. You know. uh, hey, Pat. Yeah. Save me. <laughs> Don't you have a porno tribute? To Josh, yeah. Oh. Remember when he had uh, he went to Spanky's? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Is this was, when I had my parents deliver my yeah. porno? No, Spanky's was your old um your old porno VHS. Porn. My old uh, yeah, my old whack and ground, and uh, it was a <laughs> uh, porn <Subtle>. shop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did they know you by name when you went? No, gosh, no. Did you pay with credit cards or cash? Uh, back then, probably cash. Yeah, I don't how think much, I had a credit card until I was in my twenties. Uh, it was uh, tw- here's what you got for for it was twelve dollars <laughs> for three, and when you rented three, you got one free. So I got four for twelve. Did they have like a coupon book, something really? No, no. So it was just that was just the you thing. You remember those? You had to go all of the block the video store and get videos and schlep them back, and then <laughs> you must good. Have. Oh, you'd wait, and the new releases were already gone by the time you got there. I was explaining to one of my little girls the other day. How porn shops work? She she was no, she was watching. She was watching Friends. Oh, and they were in a video store. She was having a great. She was having a great time. (laughs) Then watching. No, no, she was having a great time. Probably having a little snack, watching Friends, (laughs) minding her own business. And here he comes. <laughs> in front of the television. In front of the TV. No, no, for, first, no, I put it know, on pause. You know, honey. Did she, uh, she, so you, did she ask about it or did you just no, pause and no, tell? No, no, I don't care There's what he no says. Way. She was minding her own business. He came over and ruined her viewing experience with, go ahead, what'd you say? It was it was Finn. I was just saying, they, they don't have those anymore. And it was so funny to see it because how long have they been gone? Ten a years. Time. Is that the one where Monica can't pay the late fee and Tom Selleck has to pay for it? And uh, It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Her and Richard get and back I, together. I had never seen, I've seen very few of those. I didn't realize Tom Selleck shaved off his mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they make a joke. She's like, oh, yeah, you're, uh, you shaved your mustache. And he says something about like my lip got, my lip feels lonely or something. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that episode. You really memorized that one. Yeah. I like, I like that one. Really? What the- <laughs> look! Look at Tom oh, Selleck's hairy God. chest. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, 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 Pat. Hey, Pat. And, and now we're back to prison. <laughs> and now down at the porn shop <laughs> after the story about Tom's daughter. Here we go. <laughs> back in '97, way before Josh could stream. Right. Right. He'd have to go to Spanky's for a penthouse magazine. Down at the porn shop, he'd have to drive for <laughs> to a nasty rundown building off I-65. Help me out with this singing now, fellas. Down at the porn shop, the creepy clerk, he smiles. Down at the porn shop, where's the big booty aisle? Down at the porn shop. His mom has many concerns down at the porn shop when she makes his returns down, <laughs> down at, at the, the porn, porn shop. Porn shop, yeah, yeah, looking around the place. Oh, Josh Camper, leave his eyes. Videos of butts and boobies, every color, every size. <laughs> down at a porn shop. Way back in his youth, oh yeah, where he took his pants off in the video booth. 
ladies and gents. Come on, let me hear you now. Down at the pawn shop. Oh, it ain't so discreet. Down at the pawn shop. You butchers beating the meat. Just Christy. Down at the pawn shop. Josh won't leave the house. Down at the pawn shop. Doesn't need a hooker or spouse. Now down at the pawn shop. Oh, pawn shop. Yeah. Ah, the good old days. Wow. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Oh, I would not want to see the money stacked up in front of me that I spent. <sighs> Wouldn't it be cool in one of those old Jimmy Cagney movies where they're on, they're in prison? They've got the old fashioned striped prison suits on, and they're they're, they're scraping their cups against the the bar. <laughs> right. We want our porno. <laughs> we want our porno. It's prison is he, right now. You know, he's trying to be funny. I know. You know, I can but tell you how he prison. really thinks that's what prisons. Yeah. Like. Now, Pat, you've not <laughs> been in you've prison. Not been to prison. Died fourteen. Hours in the county jail. It changes a man. It it makes you hard. As it did your cellmate. (laughs) Heading into the next hour here on the Bob and Tom Show. Coming up in just a little bit, comedian George Wallace from just like a week and a half ago. But coming up next, Gordon Lightfoot and Bread. You'll hear that next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Hope you're having a great 4th of July weekend. This is Christopher speaking in the Bob and Tom Studios. The gang is back in here live on Wednesday. Right now, Gordon Lightfoot and Bread featured here on the Bob and Tom Show. We were talking about uh, uh, Mr. Godwin was not asked. Apparently, you're not going to be at the uh, services. Not yet. For Gordon Lightfoot to do your tribute to check the email. Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, check the email. Keep with the mm-hmm. uh, And uh, our theory that they'll be burying Gordo at sea in Lake Superior. Apparently, that's getting a lot of uh, no's. Yeah. I guess they no. can't do that. Had many other songs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the one. Uh, <laughs> Buried on the highway. You know? Yeah, buried yeah. on the yeah. Back Burn. porch. At sundown. Yeah. 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 Burying at sundown. Yeah. Right, right. I can't read his mind. We have now, Mr. McGee has promised a um, a sports uh, story that they will they will take uh, your will to live away that illustrates that life is suffering and life is meaningless. (laughs) Oh, well, good good morning. I can't open up with that. Now they won't be doing they won't be doing this show on the uh, light and lame morning show. Uh, oh, that kind of topic. Yeah, they say, no, right? no, no, no. Everything is a upbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Light and lame wouldn't touch an obit. No, no. What are the first names of the Just light births. and lame? Uh, Amelia Lane. No, hey, Amelia, Amelia Lai- and Jimmy. Wasn't Jimmy it? Lame. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy okay. Lame used to be a rocker. Now he's uh, into the adult. <laughs> and then, and then every afternoon on the uh, same station where, the, where Light and Lame do the morning show, well, what's the show that they do, Pat? Uh, they uh, they do Get the Bread Out. Get the Bread Out. Get the Bread Out. Okay, that's... Yeah. What's their version of Mandatory Metallica? Do we know? They're Bob and Tom. Mandatory Manilo. What do you say? Oh, there, oh, well, there you go. Oh, of course, Christy. Yeah. This is from Jim. His hi, friends Jim. call him Jim. Yep. All right. Hi, Jim. And this is to the Bob and Tom crew. Oh, that's us. I was a bit disappointed today that you trashed the group bread the way you did. Oh. Not everybody did. I certainly did. I appreciate the fact you don't like them, but you went a bit far with it. <laughs> did we, Jim? <laughs> People of my age group, I'm 63. Man, I wonder how where I'm going to be when I turn 63. Me wow. too. Grew up loving that music and still uh, enjoy listening to it. I'm not mad or offended, just a little disappointed. <laughs> apparent, apparently. It was also great coming-of-age music. Just wanted to give you my thoughts. 
I love the show and listen every day. Jim, you're right. I, in fact, I think it was in the green room, of God, when I said to you, I go, I totally get the appeal of all of that. Oh, yeah. It was good stuff. But, man, you just it's very funny to... Uh... <laughs> the diary? Oh, that's <laughs> the, the, the notion that uh, the, uh, those ultra-puss... Morning shows, <laughs> ultra right, puss. Right. You know the pussified morning shows, where everybody's happy and gets along all the sure. time. Well, it'd be like Christy's looking good today. Why, thank you, Tom. What's I love the, your hat. That is well, such thanks. a good color. On Listen, you. before we get to the um, <laughs> uh, sad, 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 sad news. Yeah. Um, and then we've got. Let's see. Oh, we've got uh, dildos in the news today. Oh, poor Kevin Costner's getting divorced again. Don't you feel so sad? <laughs> Is that true? How about yeah. a little bit of uh, David Gates and bread? It's that's right. Raymond get, the, get the bread out <laughs> with apologies to Roger Kipling. <laughs> w <laughs> W P U S. Where all puss all day. <laughs> If you paint a thousand words, then why can't I punch you? Oh, is, is this? If. Yeah, this is the huge hit. You guys must be playing this now. It's time for mandatory Manilow. And now, if. Now, <laughs> you guys had to say that. Now, what What would be the... Um, I mean, that, that was I never, a huge uh, song. Well, yeah, I that did. was I'm a sorry. huge song. Yeah, I did. On the Light and Lame show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since they've got mandatory Manilow and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, get the bread out, uh, what would the name of their traffic guy be? It would, instead of you know the usual like Fred Zeppelin. Oh, uh, we'll have to we'll have to work on that. Mm. Well, you're having us come up with an entire format. The formula. Yeah, we're gonna we can't do it. Yeah, we're gonna top of our head. Okay. I think it was great. We're gonna be competing against these people. Shut Getting up. the bread out. There's <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. out there right now. They're writing right. it down. Absolutely. Listen to <laughs> those idiots here. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, uh, that's interesting. Here's Barry Manilow. Okay, we don't have to actually play. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is a stretch, but the uh, the traffic guy is actually a German uh, fellow. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Hair supply. Uh-huh. Hair supply. And uh, he, he does all right. I, could you turn the music off, please? No, I can't. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Technically, you need to get rid of it. Oh, man, there. Raining down his like clothes, eyes. Shadow of a man. <laughs> face, face through, through a window. window. Anybody ever see him live? Uh, no. I the dare big deal say this, but when... I know a bunch of people going to New York City to see him soon. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah well, they better fall. hurry. Uh, Barry Man, he, uh, the big deal, he brought all those, like the Kentucky Fried he wrote the McDonald's the chicken, yeah. Bucket of Fun, the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Gin, he wrote jingles a lot. Good yeah. for him, man. That's but money. He, I, but he did not write. Do you, he wrote Mandy, but maybe not. I don't think so. He, but no, he, the one you're thinking, I he, write, he didn't uh, write, I write, I, I write the songs, right? That's right, one right. of the Beach Boys. Very ironic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I cover this song. Yeah, but I'm still. I, I we are getting requests for the Light and Lame Show. I just the Light and Lame Show. That. Yeah. Okay, and Hair Supply with what? We can do better, but that's we, the. We can do For better. right now, he's the interim traffic person. Oh, he could be the. Uh, he could be their soccer correspondent or something. <laughs> Coming to us live from Berlin, Hair Supply. I'm sorry. Uh, what is this new story that's going to take away our will to live? We had a request for the left bank. This is Walk Away. Love this song. Oh, great song. I have no idea what he's saying. Well, listen to that harpsichord. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that a cello? Cello. Tom, Tom doesn't care for a harpsichord. Hello, cello. You know what? I am with him. I hate it. Here it comes. Here it comes. 
the Baroque period. Nice hook. Great hook. Just no, they're out of good stuff. Oh, okay. No, yeah. they're in tune. Yeah, really? for sure. Uh, it's my ears. The lot we used to pass by every day, just walk away, Renee. You won't see me follow you back home. Mm-hmm. The empty sidewalks on my block are not the same since you gobbled my... Oh, what? what? Oh, wow. You want a knob? You're <laughs> black? That must be the import. That's what we used to say. <laughs> that's, a, that's a typo. Far different uh, <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, a lesson in life. that Life is suffering, and it is meaningless. Joe Pavelski Check. became the oldest player ever with a four-goal <laughs> game in the NHL playoffs. That's awesome. And yeah. did it in his return two weeks after going into concussion protocol. He's 38 years old, four goals, an amazing performance. However, his team loses last night in overtime. Oh, yeah. no. That's five to four. That, five. That, that, classic. Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Tough, Joe. Tough times. Why don't you just go bank your head again on the ice, get another concussion, and go sit home and think about how meaningless life no, is. No, great effort. Thank you, you Great work, yes. Great, great effort, if you if you say so. Florida won, uh, what, it was 4-2 or something over uh, Toronto last night, too. Uh, yeah, 4-2. And uh, are we going to do this already? I guess we are. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Stupid world. Sitting there looking at me like a... a uh, hooked fish. Oh boy, this is too early. A New Mexico woman has broken the Guinness World Record by rotating her feet back to front. What? No kidding. She can no. go all the way around. Yeah. I cannot, but I can go. Well, one eighty, uh, I guess. I can do a straight line. Is so that here's weird? the deal. Take, I can too. It's yeah. if you if you were what? to take your left foot and have it facing forward, right, and then rotate your right foot as far as you can. Mm-hmm. She can get it so that it's almost a straight line. Crazy. No, not a straight line. Not, well, what he means, no, yes, going the opposite direction, though. Yes, it, in other words. So a straight line. In other words, you can take your your foot right now. I can right put now. my feet out. And Same here. Yeah. Other, you keep your one foot in position. I don't, ex- I have no idea. She just turns her one foot all the way just, around, in other 180. Words, keep your, stand up straight, keep your left foot pointing straight forward. Then take your right foot and rotate it, your knee, rotate it to the right as much as you can. And she can get it so that's almost a line. So you put your left foot Christy, in. Christy, okay. I'm just explaining. Oh, this is I'm not even caring that we're on the radio right now. The two feet. Yep. She takes her one and goes like that. Wow. There. So I believe in, in ballet, that's called <laughs> position 12. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm not sure what that is. Is she a ballet dancer? No. Oh. Uh, it looks like... Oh. <laughs> no. Hell of a tender date. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Unless it was maybe one of the hippos from Fantasia. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> that would be a good way to go with this, actually. I <laughs> She's probably 130. <laughs> Knowing Tom's no. gauge for fatness. No. Yeah. Oh, she really looks heavy. Yeah, oh, God. She might be 120, 125. Yeah. Cute does nothing for him. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Cute does very little for me. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty amazing. I can't, I, that is, yeah. And her knee now is her is her knee staying you need straight? To send that to us. I can't find it. I want to. I still don't know what she it, doesn't get it. Doing. My God, I, I don't get it either. <laughs> okay, put your feet put your feet together. God, this is so simple. Put your feet together. Okay, I had, we had we had visual have your, aids. Have, have, have your 
Oh my God, Christy is going to get the world record. <laughs> I can almost do that. Yeah, well, she can get it so that it's straight. Oh, it, it's ridiculous. I can get. Okay. I can oh go my this God, straight. he can do it. Uh, okay, well, I can go. Uh, Josh can go past the Josh straight gonna, line. Josh is going to fall that's over not, backwards. That's not, that can't be what we're talking about <laughs> because we'd be in the presence of a world record holder. No, that it's can't not. happen. It's not. <laughs> Yeah. There's a picture of it. There oh, there go. it is. Real stupid. Real okay, there you go. Well, see, Josh see. just did that. No, I didn't. So her one, in other words, her one foot is going one direction, the other is going the exact opposite. You guys direction. know what 180 degrees is, right? She's turning one foot 180 degrees. How dare you use that condescending? Oh, I, I, you know what? You forced me into it. <laughs> Your pithy tone. I want to ask you that. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get up in that? <laughs> Check that calf. I don't know which way to go. I don't know if they're coming or going. You thought, what, which direction is she facing, though? That, that's kind of hard to tell, right? <laughs> that's the whole point. It's, that's the whole point. Uh, you don't want to play her in Twister. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I have never played Twister, and I have never wanted to play Are Twister. Are you kidding me? No. Stupid. Wow. When we come back, well, seconds of fun. I touched a boob. We have our classic uh, tribute to the game, huh? Twister. Okay, there that looks really weird. All I'm saying is she probably shouldn't wear horizontal stripes. What a, <laughs> that's, that's just what a hitter. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Marla! <laughs> so I guess her her feet are like owl's heads. Sure. That thing mm-hmm. where the owls do that thing where they do the they do the spin around trick. Sure. I've said it before and I'll say it again and I can't understand why I'm not the one. That, why you people aren't more fascinated by this than I am. Owls are really tall. They are. They are. When how you tall? see them, they're always crouching down like a catcher. That's how tall they are. If they stood up, they've got legs like four feet long. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not kidding. On the way in just a couple of minutes, Keurig incidents in the green room and Floyd checks in. You'll hear that coming up next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Fingered Johnny on the first day of July. He loved the season's grand displays of fireworks in the sky. Way hey tura lorale. And so he drove across the state line to the fireworks stand. He came back with a string of firecrackers in his hand. He struck a match and lit them up. And everybody ran except for Johnny. <laughs> Way, hey, boom, and up she goes. <laughs> Six finger Johnny on the 2nd of July. And his need for large explosions still had not run dry. Way, hey, Tora Lorale. So he went walking down Main Street with two M80s he had found and set them off in the gazebo at the center of the town. And when the fuse began to sputter, no one stood around except for Johnny. Way, hey, boom, and up she goes. Three-fingered Johnny on the third day of July, jonesing for the ultimate in pyrotechnic highs. Way hey tura lorale. He tied a brick of Johnny Rebs onto a model plane, and then he doused the whole shebang in ninety-three octane. It flew straight up. And straight back down, but nobody was maimed except for Johnny. 
Way, hey, boom, and up she goes. 1.5 limb Johnny on the 4th day of July Hopped to the construction site to give it one last try Way, hey, Tura Lura Inside the foreman's trailer was a case of dynamite. Johnny held a zippo between his toes and set it burning bright. The foreman saw the sparks begin and everyone took flight. Except for Johnny. Way, hey, boom, and up she goes. They buried Johnny on the 5th day of July. And everyone in town showed up to say their last goodbye. Way, hey, Tura Lura And though they knew he was a moron, no one could dispute the depth of Johnny's dedication to his life's pursuit. And 67 Roman candles fired off in salute. To the 67 pieces left of Johnny. <laughs> Way, hey, boom, and up she goes. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. It's a Monday. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. In this segment, Keurig incidents in the green room. You'll hear all about that. Plus, Floyd the Trucker checks in. Here on a Monday morning. A couple hours ago, uh, I'm in the green room. I walk in there, and I'm running a little late this morning, but yeah. uh, I walk in there and talk with Pat, and I hear the sound of coffee. The telltale. Coming out of the Keurig machine. <laughs> sound yeah. of liquid hitting. Uh, not a cup. <laughs> you didn't put a cup under it. No, I do that about once a week. You forgot to put oh, the cup God. underneath it, you see. Got to talk. No, now, wait a minute. It's like, remember the old days when you were a kid and they had those vending machines where the cup would yes. fall down? Remember yes. those? <laughs> the cup would drop and then the, the, the liquids ice. would mix and you'd have a soda. Mm-hmm. It would throw the ice in and the whole thing. They, I haven't seen one of those in years. No. This would be like that, except the cup didn't come down. I didn't know they would do it with sodas also. I thought yeah. it was all coffee. No, they coffee. did it with sodas too. Was that coffee any good in those things? No. We had a machine at my TV station back in the day, and it was... <laughs> now, Man. Josh, if I could impose, will you tell your Keurig story about Tom? Just just quickly. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. I was making a coffee, Keurig pouring you're into my mug. There, you're standing there waiting for your yes, cup to be yeah. filled. Yeah. Tom came in, he's talking to me, and as he's talking to me, I see that he's got his uh, coffee cup. He removes mine, my mug, from the Keurig. Coffee starts pouring everywhere. <laughs> He goes to put his cup under, and he looks and goes, uh, uh, somebody made a mess. <laughs> it was astounding. That's amazing. Just amazing. And fascinating. Yes. That's when they got me my own little machine. Yeah. 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 There must be therapists listening, just making notes feverishly. And, uh, sorry. sorry, I wasn't paying attention. You're a case study. Okay. Uh, now, uh, we have... Uh, uh, 
a lot of nice letters about various things from the show from last week. I think you were here, uh, Josh. I know you were gone for part of the week. Uh, on One day, always yeah. One day. <laughs> journeys, your fishing excursion, four day work week. Uh, uh, <laughs> sad news last week: the death of Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was yeah, here for all of, that. A lot of tributes, and yeah. Yeah. we did our home. we did our tribute. Uh, no, not again. Lo- no, 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 no. He wasn't underrated. A, a, a lot of uh, a lot of folks enjoyed it. The, uh, <laughs> a lot of folks enjoyed it. <laughs> I know I didn't. No, and, I, uh, a, a Gordon Lightfoot wrote many great songs, certainly. Yes. But um, Man, we, if there's any way we could get like a letterhead from the office of Pierre Trudeau or something, <laughs> admonishing Pat on a Canadian, uh, a Canadian treasure about Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, my God. Well, it was a, a, obviously a knockoff of his great song, oh. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which I'm a huge fan of. And that was the first draft. A lot of people the, don't... That, 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 was the, that was the first draft... Or was there a, was there a previous draft of something? No, but a lot of people don't know there was an actual sequel. Uh, he took a, a Mich- sequel. He took a Michigan tragedy, and it, but it wasn't that big of a tragedy, so the song never worked. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he did do a sequel. Oh, how does it go? Oh, I'll do it for you. There was a fiery crash on the second lap of the Michigan Marble Five Hundred. An indie style race at a furious pace. Their engines roared and they thundered July 29th, 1996 Much damage to the car and his body He fractured a vertebra Had a collapsed left lung In the wreck of Emerson Fittipaldi <laughs> See, it, didn't, it was a lesser tragedy. I mean, yeah, he survived. Yeah. He was, the great Emo. Yeah, he, he lived, He's okay, he, though. He lived a race again. Do, yeah. doing, doing it wasn't okay. a big tragedy. Yeah, a reason for a sequel. Yeah, really. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he was really going back to the well, and it was trying. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, well, um, uh, we well, have, uh, well, indeed. Yes. We have uh, Christy Lee at the uh, at the news desk. I have a feeling the phone's ringing, and uh, I'll say hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, fellas. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I've been told you fit the party program. Sure. Uh-huh. i got to tell you, we need this rain, but it's kind of out of control. I'm holed up here at Mr. Fuel, mm. waiting for the storm to pass. Oh. But the good news is it'll keep the mud daubers and lot lizards at bay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they claim April showers to bring May flowers, but I guess all this rain in the month of May is going to bring Noah's Ark out of retirement again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but in Kentucky, I heard tell somebody built a new Noah's Ark. Yeah. And I tried to take Big D to see it, but oh. with her bursitis acted up, <laughs> we couldn't go on account yeah. they only let you go in two by two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Here's one for you, Mr. Ace. What the Alexander the Great... Job of the Hutt and Winnie the Pooh have it coming. What's that? They all got the same middle names. Well, that's all that Kentucky Derby was something else, wasn't it? Here's a few that'll make you giddy up without telling it. Why do racehorses like to toot when they run? I don't know why. Because they can't achieve full horsepower without gas. I bet you don't know when vampires like to watch horse racing best. Wow. Oh, when? When it's neck and neck. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, <laughs> that's where they'll bite. <laughs> and you know, with all this rain, 
They plan on running Derby here again soon. I don't know if you heard the news, but it's been rescheduled for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if y'all seen the royal family crown the king, but it looked to me like Prince Harry got his tickets from a scalper. <laughs> <laughs> what a ball joke? I think it Here's here's an email. Good morning, crew. I just got married. This is from Leah. Congratulations. Uh, I was married on Star Wars Day. All right. My bouquet handle was a lightsaber base. We also took pictures with our son dressed up as Kylo Ren. Uh, So... There's What's her, her name? Her and her bride, uh, Leah. There's her and her bridesmaids. I does wonder if that was she, one I, of the ones. Does she say where she got married? Doesn't. Uh, we have a news story about that. city in Beaver, Ohio. Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Because okay. there's a city in Ohio that had offered a Star Wars-themed wedding on May the 4th. Akron marked the unofficial holiday for Star Wars fans by offering 15-minute wedding ceremonies at the Highland Universal Gathering Spot. Most of the newlyweds dressed in traditional garments, such as white gowns or shirt and tie, but a few couples were wedding costume, including Jedi and Sith robes complete with lightsabers. Akron Municipal Court Municipal Court Judge Ron Cable even told couples, may the force be with you. Isn't that sweet? Huh. Married you are. <laughs> oh, Yoda officiated? <laughs> Kiss bride you may. Um, <laughs> I hope they were they were short ceremonies because I yeah wouldn't want to have that a long long ceremony you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, in a galaxy far far away. That's nice. These move out of their yeah. parents' basement now. Enjoy enjoy life. <laughs> so you automatically think someone who enjoys Star Wars lives in their parents? No, basement. no, no. Just no, no. <laughs> Uh, but that's uh, yeah, kind of fun. Yeah. I guess the only movie you like, of, is it Toy Story? I love Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. but Star, I love the original. The first Star Wars was great. Well, the first movie, Star Wars, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. First three are pretty strong. Mm-hmm. They are. The, uh, Empire? Come on. And that next series where they, it's like watching C-SPAN with monsters in it. It gets a little bit boring. Certainly some, <sighs> some dry scenes. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, uh, no. What else you got, Christy? Well, this is a weird story out of Germany today. A 51-year-old man was Uh-oh. rescued from the woods after a sex game went awry. <laughs> the man was discovered, Josh, firmly bound with ropes atop a deer hunting platform near the town of Buchberg. Does a German scheiser in the woods? Not <laughs> the old. Uh... <laughs> he was fully dressed with pantyhose over his head. The man appeared to have been tied up by a woman he met online, but at some point she received a phone call and fled the woods, suddenly leaving the guy behind. I must leave. <laughs> How do we know it was a woman who tied him up? Because a feminine knot or something? He it wasn't a feminine knot. He, no, was, he, he set it he up. He said it was a woman. Oh. He was rescued after a cyclist and a hunter heard his screams for help. Ah! Police said the man told officers he had a box cutter on him for such situations, but seemed to have underestimated the woman's bondage skills because he was unable to reach his knife. This is crazy. Man, this guy's into some stuff. Well, those Germans, though, they love their camp, don't they? The man was unharmed and refused to provide information about the woman's identity. Picked the wrong time to pop a couple of Viagra. (laughs) She is a strong mistress. 
I read about her. Oh, did you? Ava Brawny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big one. She's uh, very popular, but Muscular. very strong. Yeah. <laughs> He's lucky that they he wasn't found by a bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Oh, pinata. Oh, oh. oh a sack lunch. Oh, look. Annie Hosori must be sausage. You have to wonder if her fetish was tying guys up and ditching them. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Boy, that's really something. Yeah. Yeah. You know the old joke where the bear keeps <laughs> finding the guy. You're not here for the. You're not here for the hunting area. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. This sounds an awful lot like that, like that classic tale. Okay, sorry. Here's another weird story in this kind of realm: a night manager at a Tennessee hotel facing charges after a guest woke up to him sucking on his toes. Well, uh... according to police, David Neal used a key card to enter the guest's room around five in the morning. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. The guest said he awoke to the 52-year-old sucking on his toes. <laughs> And after confronting Neil, called police. Neil told police he went to the guest's room after smelling smoke. <laughs> WCTV reports Neil's charged with aggravated burglary and assault. I smelled smoke because he was so hot. Yeah. Oh, my God. There has to be more to the story. You think? He's a, he, he likes to suck the toes of men. And he, he, in his defense, he, he probably thought, hey, if I ask. He'll just say no. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> now, isn't the rule you never let your foot hang off the bed in a hotel because the monsters will get you? Well, uh, being oh, five feet tall, I've never had that problem. Okay. Ever. You ever woken up to a strange man sucking no, on your toes? Never. Saying this little piggy no. went to my mouth. How about a guy you know? Not into that. No. Mm-hmm. So this guy, how's he going to apply for another job? He's not. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's done. So, so, Seymour, tell me, how did you how did you lose your last job? Oh, well, some prick put and turned me in for trying to suck his toes. I would imagine he's on a list now, right? Here's the dude. Oh man, he, he looks like a. Uh, Does he look like it's a toe just sucker? awesome, kind of yeah. a Wally Cox, Poindexter <laughs> looking guy. Sort of a sort of a sad. Uh, yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, Good uh, evening. Uh, by the way, I do have a question for you. Uh-huh. May I suck on your toes? <laughs> uh, uh, no, but thank you. All right, thank you very much. I'll move on. Um, Actually, residents of a New Jersey township believe they have solved the mystery of the so-called pasta dump. Oh yeah. Last week. <laughs> Hundreds of pounds of pasta were discovered along the banks of a brook in a wooded part of Oldbridge. Was this called the pasta dump before it got to Tom? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the headline. Yeah. From, this is the headline from NBC New York. Okay. Neighbors solve mysterious New Jersey pasta dump case. Last time I saw a pasta dump like that, I was in the bathroom of Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> NBC New York reports the pasta was, in fact, raw, raw, but heavy baby. rains made it appear it had cooked before it was dumped. Uh, Oh, Have you seen the picture of this thing? Yeah, it's yeah, it's hilarious. It's just sitting there, just a mound of or, like, it's like kind a, of a, a line, a line of it. of it. Yeah, neighbors say the pasta <laughs> came from a nearby home that is up for sale. They believe a man moving out of his mom's home after her death found a stockpile of old food and threw it out. <laughs> the township's public works department cleaned up the mess with the mayor, saying the case is now closed. Well, not with the mayor. The With mayor's the mayor just, saying yeah. the case is now closed. I doubt the. No, I'm not going out there. No, 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 no. Uh, what? Cleaned Who up the discovered mess? it? Uh, apparently, people that were walking their dogs or something oh, okay. back there. Yeah. I was like, what the hell's this? When I tell yeah. you to dump pasta in the woods. I don't want you. <laughs> 
having a stockbroker getting a Hummer finding it. They they brought out a, a forklift uh, kind of device that had a big fork on it, literally. Oh, <laughs> they turned it. That, that turned around. It was a different kind of fork. Had a giant spoon to put it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, that was different. They had like a front loader with using the spoon. Um, Wheelbarrows makes me kind of hungry. Hmm. Oh, yeah, You're that's your favorite food, isn't it? Oh, we'll make spaghetti tonight really for dinner. Delicious then. pasta. What was the guy thinking? Why did he put it in a dumpster? Why would you just throw food in the... Do you think it was going to be like recycling? He probably thought it would just dissolve into the soil. I didn't believe this story at first. I thought it was just a load of bolognese, but it turns out... <laughs> no, nothing, Chip. No, no. I, I was uh, wrong to say it. No, I don't know. I don't know what kind of a mind would come up with that. Okay, all right. I will rethink my life. It's just extrapolated. Maybe he threw it away because it was uh, it was expired. Oh, yeah. yeah pasta date. Oh. Pasta, pasta expiration date. <laughs> Speaking of that, the price of pasta in Italy has gone way up. And Italy's industry minister, Aldolfo Urso, is calling for a crisis meeting over soaring prices. I'm Aldolfo Urso. Urso. What? Urso. What'd you call him? Urso. (laughs) The cost of spaghetti and other pasta products rose by over 17% in the past year, despite a drop in wheat prices. So it's up a pretty penne. Oh, okay. Seriously, you're starting to miss a load of bolognese, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. The the halcyon days I, I of no the bolognese. How, how erudite the bolognese comment was. The surging pasta talks will be chaired by a government appointed watchdog on inflation. It's a big deal. How'd you like to be the pasta, the government appointed pasta inflation guy in Italy? That's probably higher than vice president. <laughs> yes. Well, we can't say. <laughs> no, the vice president doesn't go to international funerals. We send our pasta chief. He's, he's the guy that people respect. Uh, when we come back. And by the way, don't let anyone ever forget Tom contends that uh, pasta, depending on the shape, tastes differently from pasta to pasta. Yeah, and even, that's uh, wrong. Even, even a, the, the most it's unsophisticated not, palate would tell you. It's not all made oh, from uh, eggs and flour, if that's what you're thinking. Right. Uh, many God. things are made similarly, but the shape <laughs> dictates the, the uh, shape. The shape, the way it's cooked. You can, on the taste. I mean, I know I like my SpaghettiOs al dente, mm-hmm. which is a trick, by the way. <laughs> that is say. not easy to do. <laughs> you got to get really, to the factory. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. You got to catch them early at the yeah, factory. They're a little mushy. <laughs> Has anybody ever tried that? Like a canned El Dente spaghetti. (laughs) We have lots more of the Bob and Tom Show coming up on a Monday morning. Coming up next, a couple of segments with comedian George Wallace. He was just here about a week and a half ago. It was hilarious. He's coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to more of the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday, July 3rd. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a long 4th of July weekend. A couple of segments here with comedian George Wallace. I've known George for a long time. He is hilarious. He was just here in the studio about a week and a half ago or so. Here's your first segment of two with comedian George Wallace here on the Bob and Tom Show. There's Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold. Weird show, man. Yep, here we are. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold with our very, very special guest. He's a comedian, George Wallace. I want to ask George about his life as a kid. We were talking about the Ed Sullivan Show earlier. And and George and I are... Yes, you were talking and we were just sitting here. Men of a certain age, and there was a time when the only comedians you'd see on TV were on the Ed Sullivan Show. 
because that's where the Beatles emerged. Sure. Carlin was on, right? Pardon me? Wasn't Carlin on Ed Sullivan? Yeah. I remember seeing some black and white. I'm not sure about George Carlin. I don't know if George was the he might have been uh, the next era. Okay, he was on late night with Carson, et cetera, et cetera. Frank Gorshin exactly. was on. Frank yes, was on. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we met Frank Gorshin. I loved Did Frank you? Gorshin. Okay. Did you ever meet him? I You're met him one time. He came to Las Vegas. Came to one of my shows. That's what's good about when I was working in Las Vegas. I own Las Vegas. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They called me the new Mister Vegas. Did you know that? No. <laughs> yes, I went there for thirty days, six days, ninety days. I wind up there for fifteen years. Yeah. And I didn't work for the hotels. I own the show, my dear. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Nice. Maybe you're gonna get that Seinfeld. Uh, Jet, jet. Yeah, here, here's Carlin on uh, Sullivan. Quite a, he yeah, played the hippy dippy weatherman. Oh, Did he? Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. Yeah. But my point was, so George, when you were a kid. And you were watching TV. Who did you admire in the world of comedy? Because you always wanted to be a comedian, right? Red Fox, Jackie Mums Mabley. That's a guy named Judge Pickmeet Markham, Johnny Carson. Oh, We were playing oh, Pickmeet Martin oh, on oh, two no, you days did ago. it. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're quite familiar. We love him. Love, love Pickmeet. Love the judge. Because yeah. that's why Simon Davis Jr. used to say, here come the judge. But Judge Pickmeet Martin. And then, Bring him in. I'm going to give him from now on. Here you, here you, the judge. And they, the they, yeah. they, br- they brought him on. Um, they actually brought Pigmeat onto the show. Yeah, he, yeah, he's the cold of swing. Swing. <laughs> Just about ready to do that thing. Don't want no cheese. Don't want no jazz. Above all, I don't want no alibi. This judge is here. <laughs> this judge is all. He'll give you time if you're big or small. Fall in line or this coat is neat. Peace, brother. He's Judge Pigmeat. <laughs> That's me in the background. <laughs> what you know? I gotta yeah. have that. Yeah, I gotta have it. You gotta, you gotta that. play the chorus. Oh, there we go. Let's cool. listen to that. Let that guitar fall in. Everybody, oh my God! This is great. All those kids got to listen to me because I am the judge, and you can play the See, here's my point. Here, that is rap. That is hip hop. And they're going. Well, hip hop was invented in the nineteen. Yeah, some historians, hip hop historians, do claim that as one of the as the. Oh first. come on, that's that it's, is. Of course, right. I know. Okay, they <laughs> agree <laughs> with you. It just wasn't called hip hop back in the day. He was doing it. Also, the what the, um, holiday? Uh, what's the what's the other guys in New York? Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar, Sugar Hill, Hill Gang. Gang. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. The Family Stone was doing it before yes. that. It just depends on you know. Yeah, I just, just that's just such great stuff. So when you were a kid, you loved Pigmate Markham. That's great. I, I loved them all. Wildman Steve and uh, we used to Red Fox. Uh, you got to work with him. I wrote. Oh, I, you re, yeah, I did. I was a writer on the Red Fox show. Uh, and I, it's my understanding that Mr. Fox was um, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A very dirty comedian. Well, I, that's, that's blue. No, he, he was blue. Blue. Now you're talking about Red Fox. See, most people think about Sanford and Son. That's not Fred Sanford. Those are two different guys. Mm-hmm. If you would, if you go, if had you go to see, gone to see him, and you would, you would be expecting uh, Fred Sanford. Uh-uh. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's right, lady. I said the F word. I won't say it again. Mm-hmm. Everybody says the F word. Slam your door. Slam your hand in the door. See what the first word. Is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right, lady. I said he looked at a little woman in the crowd <laughs> because they were surprised that these little old white ladies would come see yeah. Fred Sanford, yeah. and all of a sudden the first thing he does is just go blue, blue, blue. And blue. if Melinda yeah. Page opened for him, they oh, were... she opened for me once and. San Francisco. Well, she she's one of the she filthiest comedians. Filthy. I, I said, <laughs> she was so filthy. She she walked out there and had an apron on, and under her uh, apron she had a big uh-huh. slung like, uh-huh. and she was doing all. I mean, really filthy. And so I just said, I think I should open this show with a word of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, now let me ask you this: uh, George Wallace is our guest, distinguished comedian. Uh, what was your first major television appearance? Do you remember? 
Mike Douglas. Jimmy Walker got me on the Mike Douglas show. Nice. And then I went to uh, the Tonight Show in uh, 1979, 1977. Man. And wow. the next day I was opening. That's when you did the Tonight Show. You were in. Yeah. Right. Open on a Thursday night, Thanksgiving. The next day I was in front of 17,000 people opening for Natalie Cole. Wow. And I never stopped. And all I ever wanted to do was be a comedian, a real comedian. I never wanted to do radio, uh, uh, television, or movies, anything like that. I just wanted to open up. And I went from Natalie Cole to George Benson to uh, Donna Summer to Donna Ross to Tom Jones for five years. Hmm. I just love doing comedy. Stand up in the, in the theater, in the round. <laughs> I love what I do. I'm getting a look. I got, yeah, you're getting the look. Why, why, am I, why, why am I getting the look? Because of the Tom Jones reference. Tom Jones. No, no, no. Oh no! Well, nobody. Not unusual. Unusual. You weren't getting that unusual. You got a legend in the building. Let's nobody not throw radio you. No, no. you didn't like Tom Jones. What Let's not sully no, no. the. He, he, we all love Tom Jones. He's having a good time, Tom. Well, he's 82 years old. He's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in Vegas. Oh, I, think long, it's, though, man. I think I'm sure that. Um, Mr. 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 Wallace uh, has had some experience in the world of radio, and as you can see, George, I have a vinyl turntable here, and um, well, his you visit's do? almost about. Here you go. You I'm going to do some. We'll get you pygmy. As, as you know, as you know, um, Tom Jones refuses to release his album or have his music and have it streamed. It's exclusively on vinyl. Is that right? I thought we'd play a little bit, but for now, as you can see, this is a scratchy record, Mr. Wallace. Let's just see if we can. Seems to be skipping. I apologize for. Seems like you would have like said cat and not do the first one. But that's it. There's more, George. Try it. Soon be kissing your sweet little pussy. I'm sorry. You guys are stupid. You know that? You guys are stupid. We are dumb. Stupid is a compliment now. See how you're saying stupid is a compliment. I want to play a little something for you. This will make you happy. Here we go. This is Mr. Red Fox. Here we go. Hygiene. That's the important factor. Hygiene. The toughest thing in the world, say... You got to wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a second part to that. You got to listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think he means your whole ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got to yes, yes. <laughs> you know the other part. Not, not the entire. I was at that taping at the, at the Apollo Theater. I heard him do that live. Wow. What? I've been. I'm so blessed. I've been around. I've seen a lot. Of, I was at Dr. King's funeral. I've been around. I've been to the Great Wall of China. Oh my I'm goodness. so blessed. I, that's all I'm going to talk about. And screen. we're blessed to have you in yes, here. Yes, we are I'm, blessed. I'm on this show. That's really blessed right there. And I this thank stupid show. <laughs> yes, he's blessed so much he's leaving after this break. <laughs> he's blessed to be able to leave. <laughs> really, really, something wrong with you guys. You, yeah, but is this not. a nice way to work? And just yeah. come, just love to come to work and just laugh. And the, and the, oh yeah, oh, we love it. Would yeah. no. you shut up while I'm talking? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you. We're talking with George. George, do you remember now, you, you, your first? Yes, I do. Your first appearance was on, on the Tonight Show. <laughs> Yes. Do you remember any of the material you did on The Tonight Show the first time you were on? I did. I walked out and said, yeah, I'm George Wallace. I know you're looking at your television going, Lula May coming here. You got some George Wallace on there. There's something different about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That must have just destroyed. <laughs> you know A lot what? of I people tuned in. With, I got a closer show with them. Oh my God! It was about uh, do all black people know each other? I got a question. You've been uh, I'm going to answer a question that you white have been been confronted with for 20 years. <laughs> do all black people know each other? Yes, we do. <laughs> Another part was that um, I do have black. 
I don't remember the other part now. I don't want to screw up the joke, but I remember. I well, you're famous for doing a new show every night. Well, uh, this is true, too, because I don't know what I'm uh, here. I'm going to talk about your airport. I'm going to talk about every city I go to. I talk about something that happens in that city that's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think pretty much everywhere you go in America, there's a lot of material. Yeah, exactly, right there. exactly. And I want to know why was my cab fare hired than my airfare to get to the station. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, it's my understanding they took you in the great circle route uh, to, to get here. I did see. I kept seeing the same thing over and over and over. And I'm going like, yeah, they take me up the river. And there's a creek out here or something like that, right? There's yeah. a creek. Yeah. 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 Falls Creek? Yeah. Okay. Very, very good. George Wallace is, is our uh, distinguished guest. Um, um, uh, I can't wait to come back. Am I going to be invited back? Absolutely. Oh, this is yeah. so nice. It'll be the, it'll be the afternoon guy, but you, know, <laughs> you won't be sleepy. Coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show, L.A. And our West Coast correspondent, Al Jackson. But next, another segment with comedian George Wallace. You'll hear that next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday morning. This is Christopher speaking. The gang is back here live in the studio on Wednesday. Right now, another hilarious segment with comedian George Wallace. Here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. Joining us in the studio, it's a comedy legend, Mr. George Wallace. Yes, Dr. George Wallace, by the way. I'm a doctor now. Oh, oh wonderful. Yeah, don't you all feel better since I'm sitting here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Do. Do. But I need to go to the doctor. I broke a tooth this morning on the way here chewing gum. Is it? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, How about that? Oh, I wow. Go to the, and you know, the dentist is making all the money now, so I got to go over and see the dentist. <laughs> Last time I was at the dentist, the lady was cleaning me. What you call that? Techno, what you call it? That lady that. Oh, the technician? Yeah. 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 She, was, she had that little sharp thing sticking me, and I said, oh, she says, I said, she said she didn't feel anything. <laughs> so I bit her on the fingers. How about that? You feel now? So now I got to go back to the dentist again. Huh? Isn't that amazing when they're sticking you in there? And she said, "I don't feel anything." Well, it's appropriate because uh, Mr. McGee. Yes, I had a, a tooth pulled a couple of days ago, no. and it's still. Uh, it, I'm sorry, Mr. McGee. It's called extraction now. Uh, like, extraction. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Wallace has explained the $3,000 price tag, I guess. And uh, you haven't complained about it yet today. Oh, I have? Well, I've... It's I've, a little purple today. Did you refill your yeah. you re-up? Uh, Uncle Vic uh, re-upped. <laughs> That's what happened. Nice. So, I see. Uh, yeah, things are a little bit better, but uh, yeah, it stills weird back there. Yeah. They had the little mesh that get, came off. Is your that. prescription a limited run? Yes, or, uh, of course it's a limited run. <laughs> 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 I can't be allowed to just willy-nilly go into a pharmacy. What are Control you crazy? narcotics are a big deal these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. They, uh, so how, many, how many you got yeah. left? Uh, Not that you're counting. None of your business. Besides the three you sold to God one. <laughs> fifty bucks a piece. Fifty bucks a pill. Well, uh, uh, okay. Mr. George Wallace has joined us. That doesn't mean we're going to stop with the stellar sports cast, does it? Oh, here we go. The Indiana State Fair is looking for 15 people to compete in the USA Mullet Championship this summer. Dr. Wallace, you in? I'm already in. <laughs> the mullet contest, okay. The now, uh, competition. Fish yeah, that's mullet? what I was going to say. Is yeah. it a mullet fish? I'm telling you, this uh, takes place on July 29th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to, the judges will uh, judge contestants on their flow. Nice. Oh. Okay. With okay. their mullet. The, win- the winner takes home 500 bucks and earns a spot in the USA Mullet Championships Top 25 
main <laughs> m-a-n-e yeah. main event ah. <laughs> oh, wow. main event okay so it has main to be event. hair not fish okay. i come here to play cornhole but you got mullet <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do whatever you want george uh, i'm in uh, speaking of cornhole coming up we know um now uh, I'm trying to. Um, who's the? If you're old enough to be an adult right now, you had a mullet in your past. Sure, you did. I'm sure you did. I'm like sure. everybody had goatees. And, yeah. So don't act like you don't know what we're talking. about. I don't know what you're talking front, about. Pardon well, me in the back. And I'm old. I should know. Uh, the most famous mullet was Billy Ray Cyrus. That's a haircut. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. It's the real long in the back and short right. in the front. Right, right. And a mullet. But he said in your pants. Didn't you just say in your pants? Uh, I, don't, I, I, I could have, George. I don't think remember, I did. Remember, he's, he's swimming in a <laughs> sea of narcotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting closer to him. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, the, the mullet hairstyle. Yeah. It's, they're still out there. Yeah, you'll still see them every now and again. They're kind of Johnny popular. Baker has one. They're kind of back for uh, maybe about a year ago. They kind yeah. of started resurfacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids have them nowadays. The kids yeah. have them. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Was, uh, who's the quarterback? I just uh, Gardner. Gardner, Gardner Minshew, Minshew had oh, okay. yes. Mississippi Mudflat. That's what he calls. Yeah, them. okay, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, you see the kids out there with them, George? I see. The, even the, the black kids with the afros, don't they have them coming with the like blonde hair and coming all the way back? Hmm. Oh, right. yeah, maybe. Oh, y'all don't know. They're having black people here, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I haven't seen it since no, I've been here. I think the the mullet equivalent is the uh, how they tilted. They they had it shaped. Their, uh, their oh, like the guy in the Ohio players. Yeah, that like he kind of can't, canted it to the left. Whatever. That was cool. That yeah, was cool. those were. Um, the mullet is the haircut of people, George, who um, leave to get cigarettes and never come back home. Never come. You know, there <laughs> there are okay. some fine folks with mullets out there. I'm Name sure. One. Yeah. Name. One. Uh, there's a, a gentleman yeah. named uh, Kent who. Uh, runs a bait shop that I go to. <laughs> very nice man. Josh, if you're getting surgery and the anesthesiologist walks in and he's got this huge mullet, are you playing ball? You're cool? You're still good I'm to fine go? with it, yeah. yeah. Anesthesiologist, sure, yeah. I believe a former roommate of yours, Jerry Seinfeld, had a mullet at one time. It was long. You know, now a lot of, let me make this perfect. Clear. Okay. You guys don't know who you're talking to. I'm the real George on the show, okay? Did y'all know that? <laughs> we did not know that. This is not a joke. I'm the roommate for 13 years. I'm the real George. Would you tell them? I've been last time I was here with you thirty years ago. I'm the real George. I'm his roommate, but I'm the best man in his wedding, and I'm the father of his kids. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> wow, best friend for forty-seven years. That, re- that really for, escalated there. Forty-seven years, and a lot of people. I have to help people to know I'm actually the real George. And right. talk to him three times a day, every day for forty-seven years. Have you wow. seen uh, George? One of the episodes George is in. It's uh, George Wallace. Uh, it's, you mean the uh, fellow sitting right there? Yeah, right there. In fact, Doctor Wallace plays a doctor. Doctor yes. plays a doctor. And, uh, Desperado comes on. Uh, he kind of looks off. It's, it's wonderful. It's hilarious. You know how that bit came up? Because I, I used to do a joke about his son. His son, you know, they're Jewish. So I was one of the, the, the bearers of when the son was, how do you say, you call it a, uh, a brisk? A brisk. Yeah. A brisk. How'd you know that? No, it wasn't me. It was yeah, Willie. No, okay, Willie. It was a brisk. And so it's supposed to be the father and the grandfather to hold the leg of the little boy. Mm-hmm. But it was me and Jerry. And oh. so they had... Um, and I said to the little boy, after they got the baby drunk first, the little boy, they got him drunk. <laughs> sure. They did. They put it on a sponge and they put, they put wine in his mouth. And then the rabbi did his little thing, zip. And, oh. uh, and, then I, and to this day, every time I walk into his house, that little boy looks at me and go, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that's where that bit came from. I only did one episode because we keep friendship and business separate. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that that would explain the friendship, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. yeah. you ever get to ride in his Porsches? Listen, Porsche. His, man, his I, collection I, I, I of Porsches. I fly a jet. That's why I take advantage of this. You know, he got a jet. I got a jet. The other day, he told me you need to get your own plane. I said, why should we get another plane? <laughs> you get your plane? That's right. Yeah. Because that's friendship. That's not business. <laughs> and he's got too much, way too much money. You know, I'm doing fine. I'm blessed, but he's got way too much money. You know, I was at his house the other night. I am on suite at his house on the island. You know, it's just way too much money. I got up to pee at three o'clock in the morning. I came back. My bed was made. <laughs> it was chocolate on my pillow. <laughs> That is too much money. That is too much money. You should go to his house. I mean, when you play ping pong, click, 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 click. Eventually, a ball goes astray somewhere, right? Right. My ball went astray. I turn around. He's don't go get it. Don't go get it. He turns around. He got a crystal ball with 200 ping pong balls in it. You know, all houses, you only allow three ping pong balls in the house, right? Yeah, He's got 200 in the the ball. I can tell you about money. Just too much money. Uh, Mr. George Wallace has joined us. uh, uh, A comedian, uh, a legendary comedian. And uh, uh, I know that um, you probably know everything there is to know about comedy you think i think oh, but um oh, even Lord. even even oh, even oh no even tiger woods takes golf lessons I occasionally he's got a, someone that coaches him on his uh, swing and uh, ladies and gentlemen went car shopping the other day and yeah. looking around found one i like to ask the salesman Cargo space? He goes, no, Cargo Road. (laughs) Cargo space? (laughs) No, Cargo Road. If I laugh because that's just stupid, does that count? I was laughing because Mr. Wallace just smiled. (laughs) I thought that was the second part of the joke. (laughs) You thought there was a (laughs) punchline? You know what? I like jokes like that. I like jokes that make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> you came to the right place. Yeah, you did. I did, I did a, a racial joke one time. I said, two Jews, a black, and a Mexican walked into a bar. Bartender said, y'all get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That was yeah. Johnny Carson's joke. <laughs> you got to be a real comedian to understand that joke. That was Johnny Carson's favorite joke. Yeah. It was hilarious. But I set it up better in the club. Today. But you guys laughed unless you just... You know, well, we're all, we're all terrible racists, but... <laughs> I think you're you, know, you guys are having too much fun up under. You guys get paid to do this? No, I don't think yeah. Not today. Well, yeah. they do. Okay. They do. Let me hear that joke one more time. <laughs> so I, I'm looking at uh, Mr. Wallace's uh, webpage, and I'm, I'm, I, I glance at this one photograph, and I go, my God, that... The son of yours looks just like you. Then I realized that's that's Alonzo Bowden, <laughs> the famous comedian. I love Alonzo. Alonzo is wonderful. I, I talk to him every day. You, how about we that? love him. I love he's Alonzo. great. He has that great voice. Yes. Actually, we're going to go out on a tour together. We're going to go on a, on a boat. Oh, we're, nice. And we're gonna. I'm going to be with the headlining with the with the, the guy. That, uh, Pat Bell uh-huh. and the guy that used to be with the Doobie Brothers. What's his name? Michael, Michael McDonald. McDonald? Michael McDonald. I love so, Michael yeah. McDonald. I know you love everybody. I love Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah, Except for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't care, care for us, George. So yeah. That's because I know them. I don't know Michael McDonald. I just and love his music. He is the boss, so you know you got to go. You all uh, don't like him, but you know. he doesn't. I know. It's we, all good. Oh, lucky you're here because the ass kissing begins at 8, 12. You can't say ass on radio. I work with several of them. And I just got here. That includes me, too. Oh, no, no, no. Now, do you live primarily in Atlanta? 
I live at United and Delta. <laughs> Listen, when you've been doing it for 47 years, you pretty much have a joke, but everything, it just comes out. It just, it's, you know, especially it's my passion, and I love what I do. I just love it. You don't have life. a dog, I'm guessing, do you? Hell no, I got no dog. What would I want? I mean, I love dogs, but I'm out of town every day. I'm in a different. What if I had a support dog on a plane with me? <laughs> what kind of dog would you get? A black one. <laughs> <laughs> so long as it's black, he doesn't care. Uh, I have two. <laughs> believe it or not, George, you know, I have I two very bar, white dogs. You got two white dogs. Dog. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so a black dog and a white dog. Yes. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> two black dogs and a chihuahua walking to <laughs> Walking George, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you gotta augment it one more dog. Right. I'm trying to think of what a schnauzer, what would be the most insulting oh, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The poodle kind of has those curls that go down that curve. Right. Yeah. There you go. There you I go. used to do a joke about dogs. How come it when dogs bark at night, they have to get that last bark in? It's kind of the, you heard me. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I said it. What like you going to do about it, buddy? I'm <laughs> uh, hanging out with uh, comedian uh, George Wallace. Yeah. What, uh, growing up with the, uh, we were talking about this the other day, sometimes people have the name of someone who's famous. And you grew up with it was the famous George Wallace. Yes. But mm. uh, much different. Your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even when I got to college, the University of Akron, uh, and that uh, they, my nickname was Governor Drew Collins. <laughs> and, uh, they called me Governor at the University of Akron, and, uh, and I'm from Georgia, so I was the next state away. And I, I am the same George Wallace. I said segregation today, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. That's me. <laughs> I went to California, got a little sun. <laughs> you know, nobody laughs when I do my George Wallace. <laughs> We're rocking on the Bob and Tom Show here for a Monday morning. Coming up next, West Coast correspondent Al Jackson. He's next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, Heidi Ho, Mr. O here. I said, Mr. Obvious Show, I am your host, Mr. Obvious. Let's go right to the phones. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Obvious Show. Uh, hi, is this Mr. Obvious? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Are, are you calling from your car, sir? Oh, uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I, how, how could you tell? Well, I, I hear the car phone there. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's just what it is. Mr. Huh. Obvious, you're, you're a wizard. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, I call from my car phone. Here. Right, right. I uh, got one of these. It helps me do business. But, well, I'll tell you what I was calling about. I just, uh, first of all, I wanted to say uh, dittos on that Sunshield idea you had a couple weeks ago. Oh, yes. Uh, for those of you who didn't hear that program, a gentleman was having trouble with his car getting far too hot during the day. He'd leave it to go to work or whatever, run some errands, and he'd come back, and his car would be very hot and couldn't touch the steering wheel. So old Mr. Obvious uh, suggested a Sunshield there in the front window, and uh, it uh, worked uh, really well for him. So, uh, well, yeah, Mr. Obvious, uh, I tried that same uh, suggestion. Uh-huh. Went out and got a really cute little Garfield sunshield. Uh, those are nice. Oh, it works great. Uh, cars, okay. Cars nice and cool. Oh, well, uh, great! Thanks for calling, well, sir. No, wait, Mr. Obvious. Yeah. Uh, here's my problem. Uh oh. Um, I I had a perfect driving record, pretty much. Uh, never got any speeding tickets, no accidents, nothing like that. Uh huh. Well, in the last two weeks, I've been involved in five separate accidents. Really? Yeah. And along with that, even a couple of close calls that. Uh, wouldn't really an accident, but close. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe you need your eyes checked. Maybe your vision. Well, uh, my wife suggested that, and I went to the eye doctor, and he checked it out, and, uh, and I said I got 20/20 vision. So that's, that doesn't seem to be the problem. Huh? Well, maybe that's a problem uh, with your uh, route to work. Uh, can you well, can you tell me where you are right now? 
Well, no, no, not re not really. I can't. I can't really see any any street signs or uh, uh, well, what, landmarks. What, what's in uh, What's in front of you there? Uh, is there a, a big truck or something in front of you blocking the highway? Well, might be. I, I really can't. <laughs> What do you mean you can't tell what's in front of you? Just look right, uh, right straight ahead there. What do you see? A big truck? Or? Uh, I'm looking straight ahead, and uh, I, I can't see out because there, uh, I'm seeing a big Garfield. <laughs> Wait a minute. You have the sun shield in your windshield while you're driving? No, no, no. You're supposed caller, you're supposed to take that out of the windshield when you drive so you can see the road. Take that out of there immediately. Grace, no wonder you've had so many accidents. Goodness gracious. Take that out of there. Take the take the sun shield out of the window. Yes, yes, take it out right now. <laughs> no, roll roll the windows down or something. Just get that out of there. You're gonna have another wreck. Oh, that's a good idea. Let me go ahead and reach up there. Get that out of the window. Oh. <laughs> hello, hello, caller. Well, uh, join us again next time on the uh, Mr. Obvious Show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom show for a Monday, and this is Christopher speaking, enjoying your 4th of July weekend. I hope you are. Uh, in this segment of the Bob and Tom show, our West Coast correspondent, Al Jackson, I'm sure he's got a quiz for Tom. Let's check it out. Joining us in the studio, it's comedian Andy Woodhull, uh, and also uh, joining us um, on the big screen. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, are those... <laughs> oh, yeah. What's Somebody on? star state. That is a nice shirt. Uh, it's, it's Al Jackson uh, uh, with the uh, ah. yellow aviator shades. What's the, what's on the shirt there, Al? I can't see. A lot of it's protozoa. Just a, it's a, it's it's a, a, it really it looks like what you see under a microscope uh, that would be on yeah. like the yeah. like the like a, a nightclub's bar. Like, this is what it looks like <laughs> under a microscope. <laughs> yep. Wow, well, that's, that's very fancy, kind of pro. Andy, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in forever, dog. I know, I know. Good to see you, Al. I mean, nothing's up. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no. I didn't even know you could see me. <laughs> Casual acquaintance is the best. Boy, the, uh, <laughs> to talk about. Boy, the emotions running through that. My God. Uh, a heartfelt reunion. Two long-time friends <laughs> saying hello. Hi. Yeah. I was, see, we're looking at Al on the big screen uh, in Denver, Colorado. Oh, yeah. Andy's right here in our studio. Uh, once again, the way this works, I should explain what's going on, Andy. Al is um, working with me on uh, helping me with my hipness factor, getting a little more uh, street, if you will, uh, getting a little more in tune with what's happening in the in the, in the street lingo. Uh, and uh, uh, we can give him, ex give him an example. Al, what have you got for me today? Oh, t Tom, I would say that you already gave him an example. You explained uh, hipness the way you would in, like, a break room at the Ramada. Uh, well, we're going to do this anyway. Tom, you have learned some words, and I feel like whenever we got company in the studio, you try it like you regress. And it's like, it's like remember the WB frog? That would only sing when no one was around? Oh, yeah. You guys remember that cartoon? It was like the yeah. Ooh, it's the one of the greatest. Yeah, that's that's everybody what Tom does a Michigan there are times. Yeah, yes. Yeah, sure. That's Tom. He like there's some shows where he gets three in a row and everybody in the studio just sits there. 
And then Tom doesn't feel love. He does not feel appreciated. And then we have two or three bad weeks. I feel like Tom's a teacher at a a parent-teacher conference. He's Mm -hmm. a good kid, though. Okay. (laughs) So, Tom, let's kick it off here. Okay, what do we got? Everybody likes the Michigan ride. (laughs) Everybody likes it. (laughs) I'll still laugh. Um, You're going to tell uh, everyone, including uh, Andy, our distinguished guest, uh, what's the difference between copping, cuffing, and caking? Oh, my oh, oh, boy. Okay. Copping, which is, I will say it in uh, uh, in regular English, is copping. Cuffing, uh, cuffing is cuffing, yep. and caking is caking. But we're doing copping, I think I got, I think I got cuffing, okay. and caking. Uh, okay. Cuffing yeah. uh, is one of two things. It can be when you roll up your trousers. Oh, jeez. You know you said trousers, right? You're cuffing your pants. And then it could also mean you're being being arrested. Oh, who's doing the cuffing over there? Oh, officer, I'm so sorry. Uh, I think this is a less literal... um, Okay. Yes. I remember cuffing when I was a kid, meaning uh, somebody got hit. They cuffed him. Oh. They got hit? Smacked in the face. I like that. Well, oh, I don't fist the cuffs. Off the cuff. There you go. Okay. Are we guessing? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. These are oh, guesses. I think it's when you uh, force someone into a relationship. You're cuffing? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't say force. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you yes. force them. It's when you, yeah, when, when you're in, no, Andy nailed it. It's when you're in a relationship. So, like, there's a thing, and that's the next thing I was going to ask you, Tom, is what is cuffing season? <laughs> and uh, cuffing is, like, I consider cuffing season to be when it starts to get cold, and you say, hey, I need somebody to kind of spend the winter with, hunker down with, and let me go cuff somebody. So that that's like, let me go meet a person to have like a one-on-one relationship with. So it's like uh, Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. Yes. That's prime exactly. cuffing season. And then cuffing season goes away when the weather gets nice. And then you're caking. You're just eating all you <laughs> <Yes>. can. <laughs> wow. Yes. Christy, Christy nailed that. <laughs> Christy nailed that. That's what caking is? <laughs> Yes, it's like when you're caking off. Like I'd be like, uh, yeah, you know, look, we all don't make Andy's money. He's at the bar caking off. He bought three rounds. Now I look bad. It's like caking. I'm sorry, I do that to you every time we hang out. You you do, Andy, and like I'm sorry to confront you on air over. (laughs) I did want to ask, since this is my first time playing uh, this game, what are the prizes? What did I win for the first? Uh, you, you and Tom round. get to go out and say that you've learned something. That's right. So I'm still confused. So what's caking now? <laughs> or you get to explain to Tom. Andy, why don't you explain to Tom what caking is? I I cake. I don't know what caking is. Was Christy right? <laughs> is what's, it being a big spender? Christy was right. Big oh spender, yeah, big living spender. it up. It's living being it a big up. Spender. Yeah. Just, just balling out, yeah. but kind of like usually it's towards the attention of a lady. So uh, it would just be like. I've only heard Kaken kind of said uh, in, in an in not a terrible but a negative light. Like uh, Josh would just be like, yeah, you know, obviously Al likes Christy or whatever, but like he doesn't be Kaken twenty four seven. She's gonna be turned off by like Kaken's almost like you're almost doing too much. Yeah, I see. Yeah, but okay. you're like a big spender. Like they call you a cake daddy. Like oh, he's just gonna throw money around. He didn't care. Hmm. So you start your caking following the cuffing season. Yeah. Well, maybe well, you know, uh, maybe cuffed. during cuffing season you in the cake of, so uh, that you can become cuffed. I see. Okay. Now, uh, copping. Did you cop a feel? I know that one. Uh, no, Tom. That, that's going to make you call a lawyer. No. Does copping mean admitting to something? Like yes, he cops that, to I, it? That's, 
Yeah, I've definitely heard that. And, and uh, uh, I will take, I will accept that. Well, only accept and, it if it's accurate. No, it's, it, it's kind of uh, also, um, it can be a good thing. Hmm. So, yeah. So if like if you, you think about that, the, uh, the logic you're using, Josh, and just like it could be a good thing. So something you want. Oh, yeah. Going. So I see a girl at uh, the bar and she's uh, my type. And I, oh, man, you know what? I'm going to go cop to her because uh, she's my type. It, I think well, cop, <laughs> cop, cop will be more for an inanimate object, not a human. Oh, so mm. yeah. So you would be like but that girl at the bar. I talked to her last week, and she said she likes. Uh, she only likes uh, uh, Cadillac. Uh, what do you, margaritas? So I'm gonna oh. send those up. I'm gonna I'm gonna cop that for. Her. Let, let me get two Cadillac mar, uh, margaritas. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like copping. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go get that. So oh, dude, that leather jacket, dude. I copped that last week. You should get it. It fits perfect. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. Well, I'm so confused. Well, yeah, it, it was uh, all there. Surprise. It was all there. Through it. Um, yeah. So, Tom, coppin'. what is copping? Let's not get too. There. Let's leave all the other words in the in the, in the ethos. Tom, what is copping? Um, I, I, I'm <laughs> unclear on this. I thought you like you. Um, I'm familiar with like, hey, I'll, I, he copped to that. Tom, you're actually pretty good at copping. Uh, if I'm in here and I say, you know what, I've always needed a really good hatchet. I don't have one around, <laughs> and I, I oh, I'd I'll like cop to that. Then you get a hatchet. Then you got me a yeah. uh, you got me a hatchet. Okay. Oh, All right, very yeah. Good. Very, very but you're good. not yeah. copping to something. Now, copping is also you're using that term right, but if you're using it in terms of like where you live and thrive, Tom, on the <laughs> streets, copping would be it. It's more like. Something that, like Josh said, like you would buy for him, like, oh, Josh keeps saying he needs a new pair of boots. Let me just cop him a pair real quick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cop him a pair. Yes. All right. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's All right. So, Tom, using a sentence. Um, Let's see. I just moved into a new house, and the mailbox is too small. I'm going to cop myself a new mailbox this weekend. <laughs> there you go. There, yeah. There you have it. Now, keep, keep that momentum. Let's do cuffing. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> Let's see now. Cuff. I know caking. I know how to do the caking thing. <laughs> All right, do caking. Let's keep on. Uh, yeah, do, do one you know. There. What, I, I know the cuffing. I've got it. Okay. You do. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you what. It's uh, uh, when the fall comes around. Uh-huh. It's the rutting and cuffing season. <laughs> it's like the, well, ma- the mating you know season. Let's take that as a yes. How's that? Yeah. I, I I will get. I, I'll I'll do that one. Yeah. Rutting uh, uh, rutting and cuffing sounds like another bad morning show. Yeah, <laughs> it does. We got a lot of them. Stoner and Fatso, Light and Lame. Uh, Al Jackson is featured on a, a TV show. That you can watch DBL Daily Blast live, coast to coast, and uh, Al is on there most of the time with your panel. And sometimes you get everybody in there. I, I noticed that the other yeah, day. We're, we're we're experimenting with uh, the five person panel. You know, uh, it's it's uh, we have less hosts, and so I'm on every day, which I love. Uh, yeah, so it's it's less hosts and it's five people, so it's a different dynamic. But I dig it. Cool. I love it. I appreciate everybody watching. We're in, entering season seven, Tom. Who would have thought? Man, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. Good for you. I want to tell anybody that thinks that they have a plan for their life. You don't. <laughs> yeah. It's random. It's it's so, Josh, did you ever go, I'm going to definitely be on Bob and Tom? Like, you don't know. No, you don't know. You don't no. know until well, it happens. Like, he thinks you he's going to be on the show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I, I still Not have no idea. Tomorrow, next week. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, you know what they say, Al, a man plans and God laughs, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Go out and make it a great day. All right. All right. <laughs> so, now, Al, what's the latest... Um, with you, the uh, are, are you currently seeing the same lady? Is that oh, yeah. going okay? Boy, you are Mr. Nodes. How's your girlfriend, Al? You just leave yeah. him alone. I gotta be careful. I, no, it's it's good. Tom, look, I went through a severe trauma where I was doing this radio show standing up because I didn't have a chair. So Tom is making sure that this uh, the new uh, person in my life is acting right, and I appreciate that, man. She's uh, she's great. When you meet her, like you'll be like, oh, she's a. Uh, an insane baseball fan. She works uh, for the Rockies, so uh, I go to a ton of games. Especially, dude, you know what I love? The what? day games. Oh, yes! Yeah. Dude, a, a two ten start, I go straight after work. It's not packed, and you could just sit there, and it doesn't matter about the game. It's just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a 40, how old am I? 45-year-old man, and, like, no one's calling me right now. Awesome. No, I'm just sitting outside. I love it. The businessman love, special. Ah. Do they have oh, man, those? Um, do they have those hot dog cannons? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that was actually our word for next week. <laughs> oh, she's got a real hot dog cannon. I'll tell you that. Oh, boy. What is a hot dog cannon? Well, you know the t-shirt oh, cannon. You, you've seen you've seen the t-shirt cannon. I, I, at I a sporting event, some of the uh, geniuses, oh. the engineers at NASA. Uh, someone brilliantly, they've they've um, modified this thing and they've turned it into a, a cannon that actually shoots hot dogs. I mean, what could be more American? You're in the stands and you're waving a Ralston. A hot dog. It's a, just hot like a machine land. that shoots lawsuits. Uh, yeah. Because somebody's going to get hit with that. It's going to be. No. It, 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 and, and I want to ask you guys this before I, I go. I, got a, I do go to a lot of sporting events. And the last Nuggets game I went to. A guy proposed to his girl oh. at half court. Uh oh. What are your thoughts about jumbotron proposals? Hate it. No. I think they're coercive. No. They're terrible. Too uh, too public. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, chick. Mm -hmm. Can anything be personal? Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Everyone in there's drunk and yelling stuff. Like I don't want that. That is a for sure way to cuff somebody. <laughs> yes. You know, like. Yeah. Because uh, they, they would feel like they can't, like, I'm not, no, I'm, like, I've never seen a, like, I'm not marrying this guy. You can't say no in yeah. front of the world. He hits me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the part you don't know. You know what? It, it would be easier to leave Josh if he was physically abusing, be like, okay, get out. You know who the guys I think use it are the guys that know they're kind of whack, but they're decent enough guys, and they feel her slipping away. She's yep. not responding to yep. the text as quickly as she used to, and he's like, I have to do something yep. because this is probably my last exactly. date before mm -hmm. she... But, and then next thing you know, do you want to go to the Colts game? Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's got to pull out his, oh, my God, you cannot Ugh. say to uh. no to me. Yeah, yeah, no thank you. No mm -hmm. thank you. Now, how about the, if the, uh, what about the kiss cam? Do you like that? I do like this kiss cam. This is random. Uh, Pre-COVID, I was at a Nuggets game, looked up on the kiss cam. I saw a girl, that a woman that worked in my office. Uh, she told me she was on a first date. I looked up and I was like, that looks like Abby on the kiss cam. And she kissed this dude. And they got married like two months ago. Oh, How about really? that? Oh. It was their first date and they were on the kiss cam. And now they're married with the child on the way. It's just oh, random. That's so sweet. Hmm. Well, I'll see that. There you go. Yeah. Nice happy ending. Right. Now, divorce they'll cam, be, that'd, that'd be, be funny. funny. They'll be together forever. Yeah. Divorce cam. Divorce cam. <laughs> yeah. A couple there that look like they, don't, they both want to be anywhere else. 
Did you see that video, Al, that was going around? Uh, there's a, there, there's a, a, a guy and a girl, and uh-huh. they, they're up on Kiss Cam, but mm-hmm. there's a seat in the middle of them. And they, you know, the crowd goes, kiss, kiss, kiss. So she leans over and kisses the guy. And then they come back uh, two or three couples later, and her boyfriend is now seated in between them. Oh, staged. They, oh. they thought. Chick uh, doesn't know that stuff can be fake to stadiums. Oh, I hate <laughs> him so much. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> but who, Andy but would you who, like who to come back Monday and do this? I'm sorry, what, Al? Who would that be staged by? Because, first of all, you'd have to assume the astronomical numbers that you would be on the kiss cam and then time it because the kid that maybe it works in the idea that it is staged because you'd have to know when the kiss cam was coming. But yeah, that seems like well, a lot. What would the stadium out. have to get out of that? Like a viral video? Because you never know what stadium it's happening. I've, I've in. been to plenty of games where, like, uh, a, a Cardinals fan is sitting next to a Cubs fan, and the kiss cam is on them, and the girl looks over, and it's uh, she clearly denies the kiss from the Cubs fan, and the crowd goes nuts no. because. Oh. And then later, you see that girl handing out T-shirts. <laughs> oh. Okay. The chick go. just doesn't understand. Yeah, okay. They All pay right. me. 50 you lead bucks a sad existence, Mister <laughs> Al. We gotta go. We're coming right back with more of the Bob and Tom Show coming up next, L.A. and Taylor Swift. Boy, I wish she was here in the studio. This is the Bob and Tom Show. We're rocking on the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday. This is Christopher speaking in this segment of the Bob and Tom Show. L.A. And Taylor Swift is discussed in this segment. Let's get right back to the action. There's Ace Cosby. <laughs> hey. Willie Griswold on assignment. I'm Chick McGee. And here's Tom Griswold. Hello, Tom. Thank you very much. Now, Willie got to go see the L.A. Lakers last <laughs> Friday night. You almost yeah. threw up saying L.A., didn't you? Well, I get a little tired of everything's better in L.A. Well. <laughs> Those TV shows. L.A. Law. It's not just any law. L.A. law. L.A. vomit. This janitor, it's not just any puke he's picking up. It's L.A. puke. It's it's better. Well, they. I mean, they've got, uh, they've got the weather. They've got the California girls. Yeah. They've got the, uh, the ocean. 80,000 homeless people. They make a lot of TV shows in L.A. Uh, now, uh, uh, Chick McGee, you've got a great story about a guy from L.A. Remember this one? No. <laughs> Promise me. You walked into the green room one day. And- oh, we had an adult actress. Was that the situation? Yeah. 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 He brought, it was a manager of some adult porn, 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 porno star. Yeah. She came in. She was very nice, actually. Yeah. But uh, I'm in the green room, minding my own business. And I'm not really good at meeting people. Okay. Yeah, we've noticed. Yeah, I don't. Hi, how are you? Is about the farthest as I, and I mm-hmm. don't start. Not I'm a just, small talker. No. I was taught from a very early age that I. I'm in the way. So, um, <laughs> I walk into the green room and I go, and I, on a rare occasion, I stick my hey, I'm, I'm Chick. Uh, how you doing? Hi, I'm Steve from L.A. <laughs> oh, Steve. So I weird. Said, I'm, I'm Chick from Fall Creek. What's going on? I had no idea. What Real weird. Yeah, That's very odd to say your, your name. I could have said I'm Chick from London, and then he would have thought London, England. Well, you don't yeah. have the accent. I'm, it. I'm Chick from London, England. There eh? you go. I. Hey. So, are you uh, you shagging the uh, 
Easy, Birdie cowboy. you brought here? Right? <laughs> <laughs> birdie. Bird, not Birdie. Birdie. You ever sit down with remember the Birdie? I, remember, remember I've got something. You ever sit down with the Birdie and uh, put on the uh, romantic song on the phonograph there? You know, you want to uh, do a little extra overtime today, baby? Huh? Want to meet the Dickie Bird, they say? The bar from the set of the TV show Cheers and the Tonight Show set are being auctioned off. Among a large collection of TV memorabilia. Now, the bar, the bar from The Tonight Show is Ed McMahon's LA. chair. <laughs> <laughs> They're auctioning off the set from Johnny's show? James Commissar uh, has a collection. <laughs> <laughs> the Commissar's in town. Oh, oh, oh. Great song. James Commissar's collection of prop sets and costumes from beloved TV shows being sold in early June by Dallas-based Heritage Auctions. Dallas, huh? Dallas. Dallas? Dallas. Some of the items on the auction block include the Cheers Bar, the pink confection that Barbara Eden wore in I Dream of Jeannie. I don't want that. A tunic wore by, worn rather by Superman in the 1950s TV series. Estelle Getty's Merkin from Golden Girls. <laughs> Barware from Mad Men. I don't want that because we had that growing up as a kid. And every time I'd see him have a drink, I'd jerk a little bit. Tools used to cook meth on Breaking Bad. So would Josh. <laughs> Costumes from Wait a Star minute, Trek. They've so got the actual meth. Yeah, cook the the tools they used to cook the meth on Breaking Bad. Wow! And costumes as well as props from the '60s TV series Batman. Oh. Oh, scared the hell out of us. This guy's last name is Commissar. C O M I S A R. I wonder if before the auction they have to play that when he walks out <laughs> and he takes off his cape. He's going to, somebody, this is millions of dollars. The Star Trek stuff's millions of dollars. Commissar said, I just decided these pieces should go back to the fans and let them enjoy them. And then when that good day comes, when a TV museum is built. I'd like to add that I've also ejaculated on them enough. So (laughs) I'm done. These pieces will be well cared for in the hands of passionate fans and collectors. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, Apparently, that bar from the cheer set um, actually has the names of the show's stars carved um, into it. I heard they did that, yeah. yeah. And oh. when he found it in storage, there was a dead skunk in it. Oh, really? In the bar? Yeah, really. So it's. Uh, sure, they clean that you up. You sure that wasn't uh, Rhea Perlman's bar rag? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I guess this, the thing that's going to go for the most, apparently, are um, Dr. Uh, what's his name? Dr. Huxtable's. <laughs> prescription oh. bottles. Oh, wow. Yeah, those oh. are the Cosby show. Those are going to be oh, yeah. sought after. Have you seen that. the Zach Galifianakis between two ferns? He's talking to John Hamm. <laughs> no. And he goes, I understand, John. They have your suit from Mad Men. They put it in the Smithsonian. And John Hamm goes, that's right. That's right. And he goes, right next to the Cosby sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Hamm breaks hard. He laughs hard. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did something really smart with that. They put a lot of bloopers out between two <laughs> yeah. ferns. Because if you watch it, you feel really bad for Zach. You feel bad for the guests. You feel, but yeah, they put the bloopers out. There. They're very oh, that's great. great. Yeah, I love great. that show. <laughs> that's the Cosby, now, what, sweater. The Cosby <laughs> what will someone do with? I mean, the Tonight Show set. Yeah, Is no be some, kidding. Some guy in his basement. Play oh, pretend. Oh, yeah. Doing, doing Rupert a shit. Pumpkin in it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to meet the guy that cuts my lawn. Oh no! Somebody is a maniac. Is going to do that? Yeah. Uh, It'll be the next YouTube channel. They did that Watch on Seinfeld, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, the, Mer- the old Merv Griffin set. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's George. Hey. Oh, yeah. Come on in. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. 
Um, Taylor Swift's bikini from the You Need to Calm Down video and the cap and gown she wore when she delivered the 2022 commencement address at New York University are now on display at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum in Nashville. All right. Uh, yeah. So other outfits, too, from other things are there if you're being... Oh, wait a minute. Taylor so what you're telling Swift us is fan. we are out of stories. No, I just thought I'd throw <laughs> that we in because we were talking no, about... No, you said they were auctioning off Taylor Swift's bikini. bikini. See, that's where I thought it uh, would go. Uh, 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 yeah. Some good sun tea. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember Taylor Swift used to play a banjo in overalls. Yes. You remember that? She's great. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm a Michigan woman. Brilliant. Just asking. Brilliant songwriter. Talented, yeah. A Michigan woman and businesswoman. She's very Killer. smart. Savvy. Uh, was attacked by two emus in the middle of a rail trail. Kate Bunning told M Live she was walking her dog when she came upon the two animals on the Pier Marquette Rail Trail in North Bradley. The birds just came out of the woods and started to approach her. Wow. Bunning said she snapped a photo, quickly retreated as the emus became more aggressive and chased her for about a half a mile before they stopped their pursuit. I don't blame them. you got to ask to take a photo. A Midland County Animal or Control Officer. The, those very aggressive Liberty Mutual people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I'll buy the insurance. For God's sake, call off the bird. I would imagine emus can do some damage. Yeah. yeah. Sure. They were dispatched to search for the emus, but were unable to locate the birds. So I don't know where they came from or what they were doing on the rail trail. But... I was pecked in the face by an emu. What? Yes. I was taking a picture, a selfie with it. And I, it, it, and just as I, at, right after I took the picture, it pecked me in the face and my glasses flew off. Could have got my eye. Wow. Where was this? This was at a pumpkin patch in Millstadt, Illinois. I'll, I'll post the uh, photo. Oh, yeah. Right, but I mean, it's one second before this thing pokes me in the face. Oh. So I, these are actually someone's pet emus. Yeah, obviously. They're not wild in Michigan, last I checked. God, wouldn't it be cool if those things. Honey, there's an emu in the trash. You put it out too early. I told you about this. Like the snakes in the Everglades. Wouldn't it be cool if emus just started populating Michigan? <laughs> like the hippos in Columbia? Yeah. Just yeah. out of control? Yeah. Wow. Um, and once again, if you're, you're looking for something to watch today, search Rod Hull Emu. <laughs> Oh God! And yes. just oh jeez, that thing! Oh, the oh, Bimu so puppet deal. Funny. That is funny, but is oh my God! So funny. Was yeah. he in here, or did I make that up? I think I don't think. No, he was, he was not here. Did you're, he? You're thinking of another guy. That the does. madam guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Wait, and he was ter- he was really funny. Uh the uh, yeah the the emu guy met a sad end. Hey, you know what we didn't talk about? Dame Edna dying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we never. Dame Edna. Yeah. Yep. So here's the uh, here's the photo of me and the emu, and it's uh, yeah. as you can see, it's preparing to sure. peck me. It's looking. I just at wasn't you. aware because I was looking at the huh. phone. That's and it just pecked my the, my temple. My glasses flew off. That's a handsome emu. You're in his personal space. Yeah. I sure was. Did yeah. they tell you not to take pictures with the emu? There was nobody around at all. Oh. Yeah, you should have known better. Should have rang its neck. <laughs> Let me ask you something. I'll put your pecker in my face. <laughs> you're not you're not overly strong, but you're not. I'm guessing overly weak. Do you right. think you could wring an emu's neck? <laughs> I, I could twist it like, yeah. a, like a balloon animal. I yeah, couldn't yeah. pick it up and run it. <laughs> you know, I think we've... Um... That's just the kind of answer I would... Another like. hour to go here on the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday. Donnie Baker's coming up, plus comedian Greg Warren. But next on the Bob and Tom Show, stupid jokes, stupid world records, and King Charles. You'll hear that in just a minute. Here on the Bob and Tom Show. Good morning.
Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher speaking on this Monday. Again, the gang is off today and tomorrow. They'll be back in the studio here live on Wednesday. Here's a great segment of Stupid Jokes, Stupid World Records, and Stupid King Charles. Well, maybe just King Charles. Uh, hey, morons. Uh, this is Paul. I'm an over-the-road truck driver. You guys get me through my mornings. Uh, thank you for that. Well, thank you, Paul. Uh, Hi, Paul. My wife what do you and do? I, my wife and I were talking about Ace Cosby's joke of the day, how they're... So stupid. So I googled stupid jokes, and what I found was all Ace Cosby jokes. Tell Ace to Google good jokes. You're welcome. <laughs> That's Paul Garrett. Ace, your rebuttal. Uh, humor subjective. You know. <laughs> right. Some people just don't get it. Ah, uh, maybe for you, Ace. Uh, Paul, the line forms right over here to kiss Ace's ass. Okay, if you don't like his jokes. I can't help you. I I enjoy each and every one. I'd like to think right now on one of our nation's great highways, tires are squealing as a 18-wheeler makes a, a sharp turn. To... Well, I think uh, the only defense is... Aladdin has been banned from the magic carpet race. Why? Well, apparently he's been using performance-enhancing rugs. <laughs> Very silly. You find that in the, in the yeah. internet there, buddy. Yeah, yeah Paul. Yeah. Put yeah. that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Aladdinjokes.com. Yeah, jerk. Okay. Uh, that was lovely. Thank you, Ace. Little Mermaid's coming out soon, Tom. You going to yes. take the girls? Is that a live action? Yes. It is a live action. Deal. Yeah, Reggie took uh, the kids. Uh, Reggie Miller took the kids the other night. To the premiere? Uh, yeah, it was on uh, the Instagram. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure undoubtedly that'll be in the... Uh, what? Uh, it, in the queue, uh, yes, you'll I'll, be there. I yes. suffered through. Wait a minute. Did I ask if Mario it, Brothers, whatever the hell that was? Did I ask yeah. if it was live action? Yeah, and it is. Yes. Yeah. Which oh. I'm excited about because I'll feel less guilty uh, masturbating to it. Thanks. See, have an aerial thing. See that? Right? <laughs> so my car. I gotta go take it. Yeah, that was the first. I wish uh, I could have gotten through that. That was the first uh, porn I saw. Was uh, a mermaid? No, it was uh, cartoons. Oh, oh, it was okay. a cartoon. So you're into mermaids, huh? Uh, who's not, who is now? Do you like where do you like the fish part to start? You like to go fish from the waist up or fish That's from right. the waist down? I like a fish head. A fish uh -huh. head <laughs> staring at you. Yes. But I don't think I put half my body. In Doesn't anyone want to know what the cartoon was that I first saw? That was wasn't it? If I remember correctly, Flintstones. No. Oh. No, it wasn't the Flintstones. Felix yeah, it was the Fred Cat. No, it was... Charlie Brown. Blondie and Dagwood. It was Peanuts. That's exactly the right. Court. You found You found Peanuts erotic? Well, the way it was drawn, I did. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Brown came by for a therapy session for a nickel, and he got a lot more than that. Wow. Oh, I see. Was it Lucy or Peppermint Patty? It was Lucy. Well, no, I saw Pepper one where Charlie Brown went up to Peppermint Patty and said, you want to have sex? And Patty said, no thanks. <laughs> Oh, so you're implying. That's always been. I'm implying. Uh, could we? Um, I think Sean's implying. Yeah, no, Scooby Doo. Now we're talking. David Rush <laughs> has broken the Guinness World Record for the most. <laughs> I take it all back. I love this. <laughs> the most tennis balls caught while wearing boxing gloves. <laughs> Now is he is he doing this stationary or is he riding a unicycle with the ambidextrous 
Uh, the, I thought it was amphibian if you could use both um, left and right. No, that's, a, that's, that's what Donnie a, Baker said. Are yeah. you sure? Amphibious? Okay. Uh, ambidextrous Jonathan Hollywood Hannon. The true hero of these. Throwing yeah. tennis balls. David was able to catch a total of 81 tennis balls in one minute, beating the previous record of Boy, 74. I don't think I could do that with my hands. I don't think I could either. 84. They were they're coming at you pretty good. Yeah. And you're wearing boxing gloves. And once again, we'd like to point out, Jonathan Hollywood Hannon has contacted us mm-hmm. and wants to start exploring setting his own record. I'd like to help him right. out, sure. Exclusively. But Jim Irsay recently show. tweeted, anybody who contacts <laughs> tampers with yeah, Hollywood Jonathan Hannon. Hollywood Hannon. What record would we try to break with him? Have you thought about that? Uh, the most bullets caught with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> about that. That's just mean. There's one. Oh, wait a minute. The most children that go unrecognized. Oh, God. <laughs> wives neglected. You know, there's a psychological reason that you go through all your children's names. But, oh, here he is. Oh, I see right. what he's doing. Well, that's not. Is that, Are those. Is he back? Okay. You no, know, it looks tough on the back. It's just. Uh, this is. We're watching a video of David Rush just catching the. Uh, <laughs> he's doing it all right. I he's guess, not missing any. No, he's not. I guess everyone is a catch. Yeah, it if, is. If you miss one, do you have to start over? Yes, I would. I would think so. No, I don't think so. You don't well, think so? No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's he missed one. Okay, good. You know what they need for this is a pregame show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You're looking live. I the latest. It would be much better if someone wearing a boxing glove came in and punched somebody. Oh, <laughs> One, two, choo. I like these guys. They're having fun. I like Hollywood Hannah. He seems like... I like David Rush. Do you think they hang out and drink beer and barbecue? I I guarantee they have a nice time. I don't think they want anything to do with each other. Okay. That's what I think. (laughs) No, they're the Dean and Harry. Is that sports? No. There's more? Peter Head? Tom has wanted sports over with before it even started. He gave What's going on? And there's like, so I actually I just looked over. He was yawning. I think like, I know what's going. Like thirty. He gave him thirty, 30 stories. Thirty stories. Today. Everything I've been doing. And have you noticed this? And I I don't know how I've missed this over the years, but when I'm reading the story, he reads it with me. Oh yeah, have you he does that. that? Oh, Are yeah. you just making sure he says what you want? Boy, it just, he, I'm hoping that, he boy is that irritating. Eventually yeah. gets to the point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna throw. Throw him under the bus. It's a long show, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to spend some time. How do we, you do yes. that every morning? Yeah. You're like, hey, uh, we're going to have to stretch some stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot of news. And then today. I start, you go, what are you doing? Is that it? Are you stuff? done? <laughs> Over. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Next. Rather listen to my own farts. Next, next, next. Fart, fart, fart. Next, next, next. Oh. Over 500 people came together in the United Kingdom to attempt the Guinness World Record for the largest. (laughs) I read this one. The largest human image of a crown. All right. According to the BBC, those who attended the big lunch coronation tea party. (laughs) Now, is this where Tom goes, though? There's an obvious gay component. What you Robes say? You know the fur, the crown, the crown. The crown. The crown. <laughs> I'm just saying, if a Martian were watching the coronation, they'd be going, "Wow, that is really gay." <laughs> the big lunch coronation tea party at Broomhill Common in Orpington. Orpington. And that's right down the road from Badger's Cleft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yes, Snatcher's Willow. <laughs> Snatcher's Drift. Snatcher's Willow. Drift. That's right. Yeah, here's, it's, there's an aerial shot of it's this. Pussy's Willow. Yes. And it's, um, it's just a bunch of people. Oh, is it Pussy Willows or Pussy's Willow? It's Pussy, Pussy Willow. Okay. It's a bunch of people. And they're they're wearing different color clothing. So from the from the up above, it looks like a. Uh, I was explaining what I should be. Reading. Well, go ahead. We'll explain it. <laughs> Those who attended the big lunch coordination tea party wore purple, yellow, and white ponchos for the challenge. Organizers uh, uh. used a PA system and a drone to corral a total of 539. All right, purple's over there. And two positions. Yes, right, yes, yes. Right. King Charles called it a crown made of peasants. <laughs> yes, yes. My, I, my, my subjects. Look, and this when you look at it, it barely resembles yeah, anything. Have you seen, they fail. Have you seen the first official uh, portrait? Well, that's not a... That's a group of people. Uh, yeah. Um, no, this would be impressive if they did it with dyed cats. <laughs> All right, the purple cats go over here. Yes. Um, have you seen the first official uh, King Charles? Uh, I couldn't photo? care less. Yes. And the answer is no. He looks absolutely lost. <laughs> he has no idea. Which way to look? His picture. He had no. What a camera! Boy, is. wouldn't you hate to have a leader like that in your country? <laughs> Next thing you know, he'll be doddering. I know it. I know. And this is one of those where it's not a world record yet. This is going to be submitted for approval. There. Well, I hope they give him pictures. I don't think they're going to get it. Half-assed crown that they tried to make because that was uh, that is not uh, a good effort at all. Has he? So here's, can he? Um, here's the king. That's his official portrait. Well, he looks. He looks quite he looks fine. <laughs> quite, you know, quite you know what? Tom. Tom's right. <laughs> okay. I, I, let me, I said gonna, he was lost. I am going to defend myself right now. He's out of his mind. Wait a second. I can win this argument very quickly. All right. Looks like um, a man playing dress. You and I have both seen the stage play Hamilton. I've seen it three times. Suck. And, and it's Hamilton, and the, there is a really great comic moment in Hamilton where the king, it, it, it happens, what, twice during the play? The yeah, king sings, and it's really, really funny. And the guy that does it does it in a very mm-hmm. uh, effeminate way. Am I? Is that fair to say? Enthusiastic. And that portrait of enthusiastically, not necessarily a feminine way. Just no, I'm not participating in this. <laughs> well, so you're saying the portrait of King Charles looks? Yes, like it that? looks like he's about to break out, and he looks like he looks. He kind of looks ridiculous. It, it looks like a, a grown man. He is holding. You the know how in, at weddings the now they have the like scepter. photo booths and yeah. they have all these stuff, right. the stuff you can wear. He looks like the loser, like. the loser on Queer Eye. <laughs> well, well, after they finished him off, he looks unconvincing. I know. Despite the way I act on the air, I don't want our show to be over. Me okay. either. <laughs> no, it, it just, I'm saying it looks much like the costume. It looks like a in costume. Hamilton. Yes, it doesn't look like anything real. There you go. Well, now not. I can it's, be on board. It, but if you've seen Hamilton, you've seen that presentation, you know what I'm talking about. No. Okay. I haven't. All right. well, not, everyone, every... not everyone interprets it that way. Believe me. Really? You're, you're warped. <laughs> no, I see the truth that others are pretending to ignore. Oh, oh boy. He believes oh, that. Boy. He really believes <laughs> that. Admit it, it looks ridiculous. Yes, it does look if silly. The president, yeah. If the president of the United States, I don't care which one, any of the last five presidents dressed like that, it would be like a national lampoon cover. Now, wait a minute. No. I do. <laughs> yeah, you Can you imagine like... if 
if Joe Biden and or Donald Trump, I'm not trying to. And, yeah, right. Any of them. Any of them walked yes. out dressed like that. Well, we're not known for being having a king, having a monarchy. Thank God. It's the you same see? outfit they've worn for. <laughs> Billions yeah. a year. He is holding the orb of death. Yes. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's just it, yeah, yeah. Whoever he throws it into the crowd. Maybe it's because he's so slight. Them. He just doesn't seem kingly to me. Which, do they have his ears pinned down? It looks like his ears are. <laughs> which 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 president could pull that off? Do you think? A king? I don't know that, if anyone... That look, that particular... I'll tell you who, and still pick up chicks. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Yeah, uh, probably. That's what, was, that's what I was fishing for, and you got the right answer. Billy, Billy C. Talk to the prune king, baby. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Donnie Baker's coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, plus a haunted hotel and more stupid world records. Going to hear that next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. The Bob and Tom Show presents Great Moments in Independence Day History. The year 1776. Oh. The place, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm. July 4th is the day that our founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence. But... Did you know that it was not originally called the Declaration of Independence? Hmm. Working titles included the Freedom Doctrine, the Liberty Manifest, and the note to tell England to go get f***. <laughs> it was all said and done. Yes. The Declaration of Independence yeah. became one of the most important documents in modern history. Alongside the Magna Carta, the Constitution, and the autobiography, Madonna in her own words. <laughs> this has been Great Moments in Independence Day History. We're back. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday morning, and this is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. And this segment of the show, a haunted hotel, some more stupid world records, and Donnie Baker checks in. Hello, Tom. We're back. We're on. <laughs> Hello, boys. What were, you, what were you looking at over there, my friend? He was going through some of the overnights. Really engrossed in whatever the, uh, it was. Some of the, the senior pranks that have been submitted. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to give anybody any ideas, no, do we? Yeah. Uh, Many are illegal. <laughs> uh, yeah, they managed to put a Volkswagen Beetle on the roof of their school. That's impressive. Wow. How the hell did they do that? But again, the, uh, the best one, Christy, you want to tell uh, them again, the on best the one of all time? Roof. Oh, yeah, it involved, what, three goats? Was it goats? Yeah, but they had marked them one, two, and four, so they continued to look for goat number three when really was. For number three. That is a good thing. That is a a fine, fine Mm. job. That's that's almost elegant. Yeah, it is. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Uh, Hold on, Bob and Tom. Well, see, that ain't where you put your Spider-Man sock. Now, go get the other sock and put on some clothes. (laughs) Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie, what's going on? Christy, your kid's out of control is what's going on. (laughs) Really? What's going on this time? Well, he's dressing up like he's in a red-hot chili pepper. (laughs) (laughs) One sock. Impressive. (laughs) You guys ever notice when your kid's doing something good, it's all, oh, look at my kid go. That's my son. My son got a B in math. But when they're misbehaving or doing something dumb, now all of a sudden they belong to the other parent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, Christy, your kid's brushing his teeth with grape jelly again. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, your son's eating his boogers at school again, Christy. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear that. Well, it's hard being a parent, is my whole yes. point. And Wiffy's always got, like, hard-to-answer questions that are hard to answer, like, especially at bedtime. Yeah. Last night he asked me, is it true Oswald acted alone and didn't work for CIA? <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough question. Swear to God. And then he asked me, why are you and Mommy not together? I knew that was so, coming. Well, mm-hmm. Question one, I'm going to have to get out some charts and graphs, and you're going to have to research the name of Edgar Hoover, <laughs> and then James Files, who yeah. took the fatal shot with a Remington fireball and murky round. <laughs> and question two, why is come out with your mom? Because I'm Donnie Bay Maker the bastard maker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Donnie. Those are tough questions. Uh, oh, no. The second one's easy to okay. answer because he is uh, Okay. I stand corrected. Yeah. Uh, we have to uh, go back over that way because I see Chip McGee at the sports desk. Los Angeles Dodgers Mookie Betts refuses to stay with his teammates at a Milwaukee hotel just in case, he says. The ghost stories he's hearing are true. Yeah, why risk it? According to the uh, OC register at the Orange County, mm-hmm. uh, Betts will be renting an Airbnb property rather than stay at the hmm. famous Fister Hotel. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Fister! Oh! Mr. Fister! Is it PF? Yep. I see. So, so, so's Mr. Fister. The 30-year-old... Uh, all right. That said, he doesn't necessarily believe in ghosts, but he doesn't want to find out the hard way that he's wrong. Yeah. He said, you can tell me what happened after. I just don't want to find out myself. Good this for you, This Mook. would be a great movie. You have him... They're checking into the... The whole team's checking into the hotel, and then he goes, I'm not staying here, and he goes somewhere else, and it's a, it's the haunted the Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Have they done a haunted Airbnb movie yet? I'm sure. Uh, or they, Close. Uh, they, uh, we what, sure got a good price on this, honey. What, with Betsy Palmer, what lake was that? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. I'm going to go stay at Crystal Lake, <laughs> where you know you're safe. Uh, the Milwaukee Hotel is one of two so-called haunted hotels that many Major League Baseball teams use. The other is in St. Pete, where the Dodgers will play the Rays later this season. Bet said he's stayed at both before and never experienced anything out of the paranormal, but he's not going to take a chance anymore. Okay. So he such did a great say, movie. He did say, I couldn't sleep. Every noise, I'd be like, is that something? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the thing. He just couldn't yeah. sleep. Take your bat to bed, man. Oh, there you go. You can't oh, hit your you what? Can't. What are you going to do? That battle go that? right through a ghost. Yeah. You're not going to be able to hit a that ghost. A ghost would laugh at you. I've stayed in the Vinoy Hotel in St. Pete that they say is haunted. The Hanoi Hotel. The Vinoy. Oh, not the Hanoi. Plus, Mookie Hanoi. can barely hit a slider. You think he can hit a ghost? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just, just sounded like a good joke. It does. It sounds like one. <laughs> yeah. we'll, have to get, we'll have to get the Elias Research Committee on <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, but uh, wouldn't that be a great movie? The baseball sure. pro baseball player, or at least a good episode of like the Beverly Hillbillies, where they got the L.A. Dodgers. <laughs> well, you know what, <laughs> Beverly. Give me a while before that's made. Maybe Mr. Ed. Remember the great episode with the Dodgers and Mr. Ed? Oh, N- nothing. You see his this... foot sliding into home. <laughs> and you knew there was a guy with a hoof on a stick yeah. sticking it in the frame. Yeah. In those days, probably a real A hoof. genuine hoof. <laughs> yeah. The saddest part of it. Uh, these are old props left over from Birth of a Nation. <laughs> so let me get this straight with you. Yeah. <laughs> the only way you can say Hanoi in this room is if we're talking about Jane Fonda. Is that right? 
No, but the Hanoi Hotel. Of course, I thought that she's... was that was the famous yes. prison. The right. Hilton. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. got nothing Hanoi. to do with the Vinoy, a beautiful Hilton. hotel yeah, in St. The, Petersburg. He's the one that mistook Vinoy for Hanoi. Well, I I I honestly misheard. <laughs> so wait, so then you were sort of semi listening. That's a plus. <laughs> said the guy whose face is in his computer 99% of the time reading stories along with us. Uh. I'm just reading about this haunted hotel. I think it's fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's good stuff. And We've got uh, what a great name. With... Mookie. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Mookie? Mookie. <laughs> Mookie, 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 What scared you? <laughs> the ghost at the Hotel Milwaukee. <laughs> Mookie Wilson, Mookie Betts now. I think they're yeah. the only two uh, Mookie two Blaylock? There is a Mookie Blaylock. Yes, Pearl Jam used to be named Mookie. I can't believe I forgot that one. Mookie Blaylock. Yeah. Well, he's not a baseball player, but yeah. But he's a Mookie. Um, yeah. Mookie. I'm sorry. What is the name of the hotel in uh, in Minnesota? What is it? Wisconsin? In Milwaukee. What's it called? <laughs> I I got no idea. <laughs> I ain't saying it. The uh, it was the Fister, wasn't it? Mister Fister. Oh, Mister Fister. <laughs> Can we? That is. I have a request. Have we had a we uh, lose quick, that? Have uh, no, no, no. My, my request is gonna is the opposite of losing it. I want Mike Mark to come in here and do that noise live. <laughs> I wonder if he's still got it in him. Oh, he's he's, oh, good. Yeah. he's very. That was his does. famous Tommy Award performance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, have we? And this is just you're just just hearing you, this. He was our go-to. You're just guy, get, right? This is just the tip of the uh, so to speak <laughs> a fist, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to have a meeting about some of this stuff instead of ah, come on headlong everyone's too right uptight these days i can't stand it you got to loosen everybody the, up well, that's what we you, do the guy's clearly enjoying it you, you know, no one's being hurt blaze the trail he sounds like he's hurt he likes it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't invent this stuff it's out there, <laughs> it's out there. he believes that you know <laughs> robert maplethorpe the cartier bresson of anuses <laughs> I guess Mike Mark got stopped in the hallway by the general manager. I guarantee you something. Don't, uh, don't go in there. <laughs> we need to got. keep the show going. Okay, well, let's uh, keep going here. I, I want to do another Mother's Day tribute, if you don't mind. Oh, with Pat? Uh, no, this is... Oh, do you have one for us, Pat? No, I don't. Oh, okay, well, you're doing so well. Tom. Oh, thank you. Thank hey, Mark, uh, pull up a uh, microphone there, buddy. Uh, we were talking about you. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, Mark is uh, too modest to mention Far his, too modest. his uh, I, uh, Tommy Award-winning performance, <laughs> and the uh, you know, we are, are unable to play the entire Mister Fister piece due to um, the fascist organizations. That, Can we play Gyagra? Run the <laughs> probably not uh, that uh, run the uh, radio, radio censorship uh, people in Washington D.C. Oh while they're gosh. whoring around pissing away our money. We have to be careful what we say now on the radio. That's good. Insult them. See if we get uh, someone uh, sending us a letter. That's a good idea. I'll get their email. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, now, um, can you do it? Do you want to do this as a uh, along with the original? <laughs> you can. You want to do another take? Make sure the mic's sure. working. Yep. Damn, that was Just, good. I'll go three, two. I won't say the one. But oh, I'll shut up and let him do it. Three, two. <laughs> oh, okay. here, here it is now with the uh, no can we roll the uh okay here we go here it is mr fister oh mr fister oh i missed it oh okay uh roll her back okay okay take two mr fister oh mr fister 
<laughs> yeah, huh? uh, you wow. nailed it. Wow. Larry, good. you still got it. Thank you. Checks in the mail. Didn't have to, didn't have to lip sync that one. And I'm glad to know you're not a method actor. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, there we go. Now, um, time to uh, get back to the sports desk, huh? A get back, stupid get world back, record. get back to Mr. Chick McGee. A professional snow skier claims that he has set a new backflip record. So, oh, yeah. so oh, this he is, claims. So this is uh, not a world record. No. It's someone who's claiming Wait. to have. I did it. That's, that's where. Oh, it's that's really where cool. We are. You that's weren't watching. We these guys are having a blast. Uh, just snow well, skiing okay. and they're heroes. They were up and down the skis. Well, how much money did you make while you were on the slopes? Millions of dollars. Me too. <laughs> no, these are just these are just a bunch of bros having a good afternoon. They take oh, shovels and they make better. they make all these little ramps and. This guy does what is it? Nine flip backflips in a row off these little ramps. They yeah, made them with shovels. Took them four hours when to make these the course. Jackasses were kids. They put those ramps up in front of their house with their bikes. They ruined the neighborhood and wouldn't let you ride the bike because they said you were too fat. You, I don't want to. Yeah, pop exactly. The, you pop the tires. <laughs> fat yeah, you'll ass. probably break our ramp because yeah, the wood is. Way to go. You, you break oh wood, fatty. Hey, are fatty. you two fatties reliving your childhood? So what's going on over there? I don't want to hear this story unless the word paralysis is in it. <laughs> Andre Regetli remains in serious condition. No. Spaghetti Regetli's is uh, Andre Regetli uh, able to land nine backflips in under 30 seconds. So what they've done is they've taken a strip of yes, please explain snow it to me. and they've built little ramps like every whatever... 15 yards and then mm-hmm. he hits them in a row and does a backflip each time okay really so he cool. doesn't do nine backflips with one jump well no, well, no. That he, that's be... what i thought it was thank you if Boy, that can, nine... now that could go that could go very wrong right oh, well so what you want a record or not no, this guy just kept hitting ramps and doing backflips yeah, yeah they built do? them they, they took some shovels and they made like so any skier could do three them. foot high. Yeah. no so, so the big, the hard part is building the ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the hard part. That yeah. took all day. They're out there having fun. I don't care. Yeah, no so, one cares. I want to have fun in here by doing you, stories that have aren't. Have you that. ever seen anyone ski on moguls, Josh? <laughs> moguls. Have you? Yeah, but we're back to re- the relatable world of Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, Josh, uh, yeah, this is for people who take a break and actually go outside on occasion. You know, I go outside, and they they ski on moguls. I've seen a guy on moguls uh, probably broke this record not on purpose. Explain to eighty five percent of us what moguls are. Bumpy, yeah. real bumpy slopes when you hit him, you go flying, and they're All ridiculous. Right. Why are they there? Uh, they look like they suck. They do suck. They yeah. are there to su- they are there to support orthopedic surgeons <laughs> yeah. to do knee surgeries. You have to go really slow and traver- it's awful. But awful. We were doing a cool world record with these guys uh, nope. built this no, little it's not ski a world run, record. No. They and they did nine backflips. It, it was- gets worse Stupid if you can believe that. Okay. A professional snow skier claims he set- claims he set a new backflip record on skis. Andre Ragetli has able was able to land nine backflips in under thirty seconds. It is unclear whether this was a Guinness World Record attempt and whether Ragetli broke a previous record. Okay. He said, "Okay, we can say we have officially a world record because I don't think there's anyone out there who did more than nine flips in thirty seconds." Oh Pure my. conjecture, speculation. <laughs> Half-assed at best. <laughs> Unbelievable! What you? What if you, it had been a skateboarder, oh, 
We wouldn't talk about it. Oh, this, uh, or hip, a snowboarder. Hippie, it's oh, my gosh. Hippie weirdo freak. Uh, uh, these guys are having a blast. It looks like fun. And it's toward the end of the ski season, so there's almost no snow anywhere. It, <laughs> it, it looks like they're skiing in a Coles parking lot in Florida. Uh, but uh, you keep going, guys. It looks like fun. What else you got? Tom Larry has uh, written us. Tell, mm. tell it, Larry. Dear Radio Kings and Queens. Oh. This is Larry in West Palm Beach. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. This morning, while loading my truck up, leaving a hotel parking lot, I had the doors open and my phone connected to the Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Unexpectedly, with many people pouring <laughs> out of the hotel, the truck started blaring Mr. Fister. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll remember the looks I've I got for a while. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> Mr. Fister. I don't think I remember. Mr. What... Fister could be. Couldn't he be like uh, one Fister of Superman? Like there was Mr. McClipsapix, whatever it was. Remember, Mr. The... Fister could be the faucet guy. He could be. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, P F I S T E R. Mr. Fister. Faucets. No, Mr. Fixer. But Fister is a quit. brand of faucets. Right. So Christy makes a great point. They could have a mascot, Mr. Sure. Fister, and it'd have this huge right handed fist. And they would have a. Uh, like Hellboy. And they'd have a guy looking really concerned. Yeah, behind. yes. Looking behind. Do you have a plumbing problem? No. <laughs> well, we shove this up your eyes. You won't worry about your plumbing. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that sports? Nope. Uh, get a load of this one. All right. <laughs> Just the first sentence. A Cleveland, Ohio man who calls himself Dr. U. Period R. Period Awesome. <laughs> oh, Dr. You are awesome. Attempted right. to break five Guinness World Records over the weekend. Once again, attempts. WJW. You get hits all day long. <laughs> Reports that Dr. Awesome, also known as Mr. Gary Perlman. <laughs> of course, Gary in his mild-mannered job as an accountant <laughs> is Dr. You Are Awesome. <laughs> Tried to achieve the record title's four tallest freestanding soap bubble. Oh, jeez. Tallest free floating soap bubble. I love these guys. You ever seen these guys? And several other records. No. Uh-uh. Yes. No. They can like, make a giant bubble. They can step into it. Oh, oh it's God. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a guy doing this last summer. He made these bubbles. They're like blimps. <laughs> yeah, this guy's inside this giant bubble. <laughs> Listen to him. He's like, he seems Santa Claus. Oh, it's great. <laughs> All you have to do is stand inside the big circle and no, lift it, it take, up. No, it takes, you've got to have special wands. You've got to have... <laughs> You gotta have special fluid. We'll wrap up the Bob and Tom show here on a Monday with comedian Greg Warren. The Warren Report is next here on the Bob and Tom show. I always heard that his herb was top shelf. (laughs) I just could not wait to find out for myself. (laughs) Don't knock it till you've tried it. Well, I've tried it, my friend. And I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. <laughs> I learned a hard lesson in a small Texas town. He fired up a fat boy and he passed him around. <laughs> the last words I spoke before they tucked me in. <laughs> I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. My party's all over before it began. 
You can pour me some old whiskey river, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. I hopped on his old bus, the honeysuckle road. The party was Vegas, it was after the show. Alone in the front lounge, just me and him. With one parting puff, Grim Creeper sat in. <laughs> I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. My party's all over before it began. You can pour me some old whiskey river, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. Now we're passing the guitar, telling good jokes. I know one's a coming, cause I'm smelling smoke. <laughs> no, I do not partake. I just let it pass by. With a smile on my face and a great contact high. <laughs> I'll never smoke weed, Willie, again. My party's all over before it began. You can pour me some old whiskey river, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. In the fetal position, <laughs> with drool on my chin. <laughs> I messed up and smoked weed with Willie again. <laughs> This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Monday, and this is Christopher speaking. Our last segment here on a Monday morning is comedian Greg Warren with the Warren Report. This one on flip-flops. Let's check it out. There he is. It's uh, it's Greg Warren. <laughs> You'd like to take a topic every week and uh, yeah. and, and do a deep dive, shall we say. Uh, what's this week's topic? Well, it's, uh, it's uh, we're getting towards summer, uh, Tom, so it's the history of flip-flops. Oh, how about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is uh, w- really the oldest uh, footwear known to man. They were, uh, goes back to 4,000 B.C. Ooh. Uh, yep. Uh, the uh, the Africans wore them. They were made out of animal hides. Hmm. Uh, the, the Mexicans out of yucca, India wood. Uh, at China and Japan, they were made out of rice straw. Yeah, that, so you had these uh, rice shoes back then. Of course, the brand names, uh, Uncle Ben's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Minute Shoes, uh, shoes Aroni, very popular in Northern California. He's kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then in, in Egypt, uh, they were made out of uh, papyrus, hmm. which is, uh, papyrus is basically paper. Hmm. It's an ancient writing uh source you know it's a surface right. uh so which i think must have been tough on some of the poor kids back then because you know they were probably using recycled paper like hey dog hey dog your shoes made out of letters from your grandma <laughs> 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 Uh, the romans well the greeks let's just say they, they wore these flip-flops like they're supposed to be worn what do you like mean? we wear them, the uh, the strap there between the big toe and the second toe, right? Mm-hmm. My mom called those thongs. Yeah, so do we. Th- yeah, thongs. That's what I called them yeah. when I was growing up. Sure. Yeah. yeah, they were uh, called thongs as long, long as I can yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, I, I I still call them that. Um, 
But the Romans, get this, these maniacs, they put the strap between the second and the third toe. What the hell are they doing? I know, Josh. I know you don't you don't you don't split up uh piggy that goes to market and piggy that stays home. Yeah. Right? You don't do that. No. Huh. Uh, you, you just don't do that, do you? No, no. Uh, which is why they, uh, you know, of course, um, that's why the Roman Empire crumbled. Uh, plantar fasciitis. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> took them down. <laughs> took them down, man. Took them down. Um, this is a, a little passage I, I uh, read. Uh, if you thought that running in flip-flops was impossible, think again. The Terra Humoras a tribe living in Mexico's Copper Canyons, ran hundreds of miles across woods and on a rocky terrain wearing only harachas. Those are self-made sandals, very similar to flip-flops, which, um, yeah, but did they do it uh, carrying a Diet Coke and smoking a cigarette? Because that's wearing flip-flops as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really wearing flip-flops unless you're smoking. And to be honest, I have trouble running in any shoe. Not just is that right, Josh? Yeah, yeah. So why is that? That. Oh, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Do you wear flip flops, Josh? I don't. No, I, I've never been comfortable in them. I don't like that nope. strap between the big yeah, toe and me. The... I'm the same. I hate. Let em. me tell you something. Unless you can put a foot in the sand, you don't wear flip flops. Ah, okay. Women too. Um, I'm going to say yes. Summer. No. Gosh, uh, 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 Chick, I don't get it. What do you mean? Unless you're uh, on a beach or uh, in the water, don't wear flip okay. flop. Cover your I got you. cover, yeah. cover your foot. Yeah. I tried yeah. to get a photograph of this. There was a guy riding a Harley in flip flops. Oh. And I, I tried to pull up because I thought, this guy, whoa, oh. this could go. Very, really wrong. He's very confident of his writing you know, ability. You're not, you're not Fred Flintstone, sir. Yeah, <laughs> but I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, Yikes. that is a that's a a, a tough motorcycle. What do you think his, his nickname was? I don't. <laughs> Iron feet or something. Iron foot. Iron foot. Iron foot could beat up snake any day. I think. <laughs> uh, I think this song mentions Harachis. I think. You see them wearing their baggies. Harachi sandals too. Yep. Wow, that's what they're saying. I had no clue. Surfing USA. Wow. I thought they were cooking on abachis. I didn't know. <laughs> How did you know that? Um, I knew that from the song. Yeah. I knew it was Raj. Dean put it up there. Arachi sandals. I didn't know That's amazing. In fact, I think I thought they got their sandals. They got their sandals. <laughs> yeah, I just assumed. <laughs> Ooh, no, I just... Uh, Nike has an, uh, one of their shoes is a Harachi. Actually, really, there's a couple other songs that mention flip. Uh, Kenny Chesney has a song called the flip flop summer. Mm. Uh, good song. Flip flop winter. Horrible song. Oh, wow. yeah. Frozen yeah, it's toes. about it's about frostbite yeah. and severing toes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sort of a Russian themed song. It's terrible. <laughs> you, uh, it's terrible. Tom, didn't you cut your uh, heel on a, a flip flop wearing a uh, uh, Pop top wearing flip flops. No, that's a Jimmy Buffett song. Oh, no, no. that was Jimmy Buffett, yeah. uh, chick. But, oh, I thought uh, yeah. it was Tom. No, huh. it's easy to get those guys mixed up. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Trying to. You know, friends. Kenny Chesney. One time, I, I I was doing a show early in my career, and the crowd was getting out of out of control. I think they were drinking a lot up in Baltimore, 
And I just had, I threw a couple out. I threw them out. And the, the lady was walking out and she muttered, uh, it got, got thinks he's Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> That was her, like, A-list, yeah, yeah, only yeah, candy yeah. could get somebody yeah, yeah. out. Who the hell think you are, Kenny Chesney? <laughs> thinks he's Kenny Chesney. Real uh, cowboys don't rock to Kenny Chesney. Did you know that? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, is that right? Hell yeah. Uh, um, uh, there, there was kind of, kind of a stir. In 2005, the Northwestern women's lacrosse team went undefeated. Great season, 21-0. They won the NCAA championship. They visited the White House and some of the girls wore flip-flops okay. uh, uh, when presenting to, to President Bush. And a lot of people uh, were up in arms about well, that's it. That's kind of disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. It's, it's a commander-in-chief. You don't do that. You know, blah, blah. <laughs> hippies. Which, hippies is what they are, Greg. Hippies. Yeah, a lot. Of, they, they were hippies. Yeah, hippies. granola-eating, yep. you know. Patchouli-stinking. Uh, filthy hippies. Yes. Well, the girls kind of... Uh, <laughs> They spun it. What they did is is they auctioned off these uh, flip flops to raise they... money for a sick child, um, which is cool. But you got to wonder what weirdo freak <laughs> <Yeah>. was buying <laughs> flip flops from the Northwestern women's lacrosse team. Yeah, my my collection is complete. I, I will put these on the mantle next to the toenail clippings from the University of Wisconsin field hockey team. <laughs> it would have saved the kid's life if they'd sold their panties. <laughs> hey, we can take God. them off life support. We've got the, got the panty. Tom Griswold, everybody. Tom Griswold. God, the, it's, uh, you guys get that the... I wasn't really taking the, the report in that direction. Today. No, you guys no. Got, you know, just, just try to avoid that sort of thing. But Game fine. fine. You Game brought up the sick kid. Game That's worn right. panty. So, oh, you, you know what the flip flops? Tom, what have you ever worn? Flip-flops? I hate flip flops. So he know he has because that, that's how he knows he hates them. That's right. That thing between your toes, right? Yeah, I don't like them. I don't nope. care for them. Nope. 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 Do you have a nice slide instead? A nice slide well, sandal. I, I will wear the slides, but yeah. only on vacation on the beach. Okay. Yes. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. No, no, I know. I prefer not wearing. It's the okay. thing that goes yeah, over no, no, your I foot. Know. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you're wearing uh, flip-flops uh, and you're trying to sneak up on somebody, it's a bad idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. For like assassins and stuff, it's a. If you're an assassin out there, don't don't put don't wear. Them. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.